Blog Talk Radio. It's the Sunday Night Roundtable on the Wide Men Network at blogtalkradio.com slash wide men can't jump. Here's the guys to discuss anything and everything brought to you by the law offices of Stephen P. New, Facebook.com slash MakeupKennedy, and WowFreeCam.com. Here's your hosts, Nate, T.R., and Tim. We're in the house. It's Sunday. Sunday night. The delight. We are back. What's up? Tim is with me. T.R. will hopefully be here shortly. We're we're, we're uh, gonna have to change that intro. We're gonna have to cut him out pretty soon. <laughs> not, not announce that he's gonna be here when when he can't be. We'll just throw it in at the end and when he does show. I don't know. Yeah. Okay, it's about to miss one of the high, most highly anticipated segments <laughs> in the roundtable uh, history. This highly anticipated segment that you brought in on last week's uh, roundtable, where it was just me and you, ended up being a uh, <laughs> ended up being a, a show stealer. Uh, people were people I mean, were requesting, uh, and I don't know what flew more: insults, vomit, or seminal fluid. I'm not sure. I think all of the above. Uh, I think all the above were was flying. Some, there was some really impressed people. <laughs> there was some disgusted people. There was some downright Indeed. confused people. I was in that. I was in. I was in a few of these categories. Tom Tom Robinson actually told me. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull the curtain back just a smidgen. He okay. he was uh, really busy last Sunday, but he did finally listen to the show in a repeat, and even he said that he was astounded by my twistedness in uh, some of those categories, but that he that he actually laughed out loud. So, and we both know if you can get Tom Robinson to laugh out loud, you have done. Either a wicked piece of comedy or a gross piece of comedy, one or the other. So, well, you are one twisted sister. So, uh, <laughs> I, I am. I uh, no argument there, and I will continue to live up to my. Uh, who called me twisted? Was it Ed who called me twisted? Uh, I think it was Ed that called you twisted. I believe it was uh, Ed. Well, I I got a category for Ed tonight. So, uh, oh goodness, as, uh, we're going to be all over Ed, the place tonight. The return of make, the uh, they all make return appearances. And even some more uh, <laughs> members of the some members of the uh, extended family, and uh, I think I might have even uh, yeah, and I think I might have even scraped the barrel a little bit further on some of these uh, some of these picks. So a couple in particular, but uh, we'll uh, get there when we get there. We're gonna we get, before we get there. Um, Let's. I'm gonna try and give Tom a, a little time to get on because I'd like to have Tom get in the. Uh, Get in on this action if that's uh, if that's okay. Well, there's, there's a, a good little... chance that uh, Thomas Robinson, uh, as we all know, um, is uh, in deep, deep, deep uh, mode six uh, geisha training, and because of his age, um, he has a <laughs> continuing groin. He has a continuing groin pull problem that he's trying to work through 
But that man, uh, he needs his sleep. And uh, we both know, uh, I guess those people at home don't, but uh, Monday's a big day in the geisha world. And, uh, you know, it's kind of like wrestling. You know, there's Monday Night Raw. Well, <laughs> there's Monday Night Geisha. And uh, so Tom needs might need his sleep. So there's a good chance that uh, even with the best intentions that he may have just piled, that it's quite possible. So we can it wait is, for a little bit. But, uh, that's not a he, problem. Yeah, we'll, just, shit and, we'll, we'll give it a few minutes at least because I do want him to maybe get involved in this. And he is a... He is a guy who has been known to show up a little later than uh, the normal. But we'll, well, we'll give him some. guarantee, yeah, if he's not here in like another three or four minutes, then you're looking at he's probably sleeping, which means he might wake up in a half hour, you know, 45. Cause he's a deep, he's a, heavy, he's a heavy sleeper from what uh, my experience, uh, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, is with Tom. And, uh <laughs> Somebody might get that. Somebody <laughs> might not. Um, so I guess we'll wait and see. That's no problem. Uh, yeah. Are, are you a, are you a golf fan by any chance? Um, actually, yeah, I, I do like golf. I mean, did I'm you, not going to say. Did you say watch that. the god awful coverage today of the hundredth PGA Championship? Uh, unfortunately, no. I was chance? busy. Um, All right. Well, so I'll, I'll lay the scenario down. I had for to work. Uh, Tiger Woods, of course, a uh, golf starling. Um, yeah, everybody kind of pulling for him to, well, not me, mind you, but uh, a lot of people pulling for him to, to get a win. Hasn't won a major in like 10 years. Um, he's in the third to last group. And admittedly, he's golfing his ass off. Uh, making the most horrendous tee shots in the history of golf. Following them up with the most unbelievable saves in the history of golf and still managing to par birdie holes left and right. Meanwhile, the guy who is winning the tournament and has been winning it, I think almost from the very beginning is in the last group, but he's got no media coverage. They cut to the last hole where he puts to win the historic hundredth PGA. There's barely anybody there because they're all following Tiger. Yeah, well, golf is a uh, golf is a sport of stars, if I can put it that way. Well, I don't know. Like I said, I don't really follow golf extremely close, but it seemed to me that the minute that uh, he was three, so he was three holes ahead of him. So the minute they knew he couldn't catch him, like Tiger finished it. 14, I think, or he ended up finishing a shot behind. But you think they would have immediately pulled their coverage off a of tiger and went to the last guy to see. Because I thought to myself, I wonder if he would have choked. If he'd have went to the 18th and there would have been 50,000 cameras there and 10,000 people, if that might have been, that pressure might not have been a little bit more than what he got. Well, um, it's again, golf's a, a different animal. It's one of those where you're like, I, you want to see the stars when you go see, you want to see, you don't want to see, you know, everybody right, at the but golf he was, But he was done. He was finished. You think, isn't it not, is it not the press's job to cover the whole tournament? That's, oh, Tiger's done. We're done too. 
think they would have let well, a, a lot few. of time there was there wasn't more than uh, like literally there wasn't more than six maybe six seven cameras there at the end and that was it well again even the guys once... on the guys on TV even said it was a they thought it was rather shoddy um, you know it would have been like them um okay taggers in the clubhouse and we're not going to bother to show you the, what happened to the <laughs> Last two golfers. We're just going to cover what Tiger's doing, which is shoddy, is shoddy journalism, in my opinion. But I just thought it was interesting that he's that big a, considering, like, say that he hasn't won anything in ten years, and he still demands that kind of uh, coverage, or gets that guy well, doesn't he, demand it. But he, he was the biggest kind of thing coverage. in golf for a long time. Um, you know, you can honestly make the argument of LeBron James is the same way with the NBA. Tom Brady is the same way. Like, people are going to cover, you know, they're going to cover Tom Brady and the New England Patriots in the NFL uh, no matter what they do, win, lose, or draw. They could be the worst team in the league, and you're going to get Patriots coverage. I've turned over and leave. Fuck, fuck Tom Brady and the New England Patriots. Fuck them in the ass. <laughs> what happened? I'm done with Tom Brady and uh, – I, I was watching some uh, preseason football, and I don't know why uh-huh. this irked me, but it irked me to no end. And I even understand why they did it, and it still irked me to no end, that the goddamn New England Patriots, with their fucking second-string fucking offense, are going for two-point conversions in the fucking opening game of the preseason. Okay. What's wrong with that? No. When, has, when you don't need to? When does anybody go in for two-point conversions in the preseason? When it's not like to tie the game or, I mean, even then they may not sometimes because it's the preseason. It's a preseason pre- <laughs> game. Who cares? If they're going, what so they're why, doing is they're practicing. So why do they're practicing, it? Well, they're practicing for the regular season when they might exactly, have to do Exactly. Exactly, which makes them a bunch of fucking dicks. They're dicks. I mean, they're not stopping anybody else from doing it. I think it's fuck kind of Tom smart. Brady. Fuck that mutant fucking coach of theirs who can't speak. Fuck them both. <laughs> I hope they get destroyed this year. I will Man, cheer. It could happen. For the fucking e- I will cheer for the Eagles before I cheer for the Patriots this year. You heard it here first. <laughs> Did I? That should have woke Tom. Ro- if Tom Robinson was asleep, that should have woke him up. Should have. He may oh, pop oh, oh, up. World champion. Somebody said world champion Eagles. You didn't say the no, somebody world said Eagles champion. without saying world champion. Yeah, well, yeah, that'll get him. Alarms went off in the city of Philadelphia. <laughs> you know, I, uh, there's a student in my class in school from Philadelphia, and they got up in front of the class the other day doing a thing where we all have to introduce ourselves and where we're from, and they got up and they said, I'm from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, home of the world champion, Philadelphia Eagles. No. I'm sitting there in class going, God damn it. You should have <laughs> jumped up and screamed out, point of order, sir. And demanded to know well, when the Philadelphia Eagles won the CFL championship to make them well, the world not. champions. <laughs> Well, well, they oh, want a tournament. Okay. They want a tournament in Rio yeah, de Janeiro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we had a quick, we had a quick tourney. <laughs> quick not tournament in Rio de Janeiro. Eagles, 
Not to say that the Eagles wouldn't have won the CFL championship if they'd have played for it, but they didn't. So world champion, throw that shit out the window, you overinflated, stuffed-up poppin' jays from Philadelphia. You know what? While I'm on the air, too, screw Pennsylvania because they don't listen to us anymore, it seems. Fuck the, Phil- <laughs> uh, the Philadelphia Eagles. Fuck well, them we haven't had the... Uh... We haven't really had Philadelphia's favorite son on in a while. You know, he's been really, really busy. So <laughs> yeah, that that's true. Fuck a direct correlation. We're all sitting in his asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm on a, I'm on a rampage after. You're just uh, fucking everybody tonight. Yeah, I am. Well, the, 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 F, the, the F Mary kills got me pretty worked up. So, you know, well, you spend an hour or two. Get, let's go ahead. And you think an hour or two? Get. I spent an hour or two thinking about that stuff. It, it got me a little bit. It got me a little bit excited. Keep going, big guys. You lonely tonight? Are you lonesome tonight? <laughs> no, I'm not, cause I'm snuggling Bobby Blaze. Oh Lord! <laughs> <laughs> There's a little bit of uh, foreshadowing there. Um, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, if you want to get to it, we can get to it. Let's get to it. Up. Can, if, uh, we he can just Mr. join Robinson. in, or we can uh, we can backtrack yeah. with him. But uh, anyway, okay. Well, get to join, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, children, no fucking children. Only people over eighteen, please, unless you're really well-adjusted, uh, fifteen and up. Welcome. The squeamish, to the, second the squeamish may want to turn away now. Yes, if you if you're one of our PC listeners and gayness or any of that sort of stuff bothers you, you better turn this shit off right now because it's going to get ugly again. Uh, might get even more ugly than the first time around. Uh, hard to say. Um, but anyway, welcome to the second edition. I want, you know, I thought about changing it from from uh, from Kill. Kill just seemed a little bit harsh. I thought it should maybe be, you know, Mary Fuck Erase. Well, that's not very nice either. Or divorce <laughs> or something, but not like the kill thing. I mean, I don't really want to kill anybody. You know, that's a little harsh. I think death is better than divorce because then you're you don't get it, you're not out that much money. Yeah, you just wish you just wish you were dead when you're divorced. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> all right, let's go to the uh, category. Well, not to the category. Let's go to our first uh, grouping. This our one first nominee. This one's pretty good if you're a heterosexual male or maybe if you're a lesbian. Um, <laughs> All right. We have the we have Kate Beckinsale, Natalie Portman, and okay. Kate Holmes. Okay. Uh, so not really a loss here unless you're not into tiny You know what? Is it sad that I have to look up Kate Beckinsale because I don't know what she looks like? Uh, un- uh, Underworld movies? Never watched them. Head Vampire, uh, what else is she Never famous watched. for? There she is. I'm trying. Yeah, good looking. Okay. Yeah, she's, yeah. she's quite attractive. She is she's quite British. attractive. She's British. She's British, so she got oh, that she's British. On. Yeah, she's, she's, she's a British. Brit, so she has a little bit of an accent. So you can throw that in there. Of course, Natalie Portman of uh, Star Wars fame. Um we don't was, talk about uh, partic- Natalie Portman from Star Wars. <laughs> was particularly hot in uh, some kind of buddy-ass stupid movie with, I think it was with Ashton Kutcher it might have been, where they were friends without friends with benefits or uh, something along that line. Yeah, yeah, I, was, I saw that. But movie. she was particularly skanky in that. And, of course, Katie Holmes, you know, you almost 
part of me feels sorry for her. Just, you know, she got fucking hoodwinked into marrying Tom Cruise, so you got to wonder about her sanity. But nonetheless, there they are. So, all right. Um, the floor is yours. Okay. I'm going to go. I'm going to marry the British girl. Because uh, I like that I'm British not against accent. That. She's quite adorable, uh, but I don't know anything about her, so I'm going to marry her. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> why why buck the trend, right? <laughs> exactly, right? <laughs> no yeah. sense in breaking the way things are done. Uh, so I'm going to marry American her. Tradition. No, we would hate to do that. Uh, Natalie Portman was in a movie called Black Swan. I don't oh, yes, know if anybody... yes, she was. Oh, man. What the a lovely movie. Mila Kunis. Ooh, yeah. That was a good movie. And there was a lot well, of erotic parts of, tension. And those parts of it were pretty good, too. But Boy, boy were they. <laughs> and uh, she was also in a, a movie that I love called V for Vendetta. Remember, remember the 5th of November. Yes. She's also um, been in a couple of flicks when she was two when she was young, but she mm-hmm. plays kind of uh, uh, like she's not sexually aggressive or anything, but she's the kind of the because she's cute as a fucking button and she's the target of. Uh, there's one with some kind of an assassin. He teaches her how to be an assassin. I can't remember what it's called, but it was pretty good. And then there's another one she's in with a whole bunch of. Uh, superstars from the late 90s, but she's about 12. But the guy is just hmm. so smitten with her because he looks, he looks at her and he, you know, and he goes, "God damn, you know, she's going to turn out to be, you know, he's uh, oh maybe five or six years older than her in the show." And he's like, "I should really, I could, I could maybe think about waiting for her to get to be 18 because she's going to be a, a heartbreaker." But anyway, yeah, she's uh... work. Yeah, if you're not familiar, you are now. <laughs> you should know. We painted a brilliant picture of her. That we have. Um, I'm trying to figure out that assassin movie, though. Um, she also it, played it Jackie the... Kennedy in Jackie. And so, and surprisingly, I believe so was Katie Holmes. Yeah, I, I think that so. last movie that... I, I, th- I think wasn't she did the Jane, one of them did this movie, one of them did that was it Jane Got a Gun? Maybe? Is that the name of the movie? I don't think so. I'm going to look while you... Well, she was also your... in Thor. She was in Thor, too. So. I can't been forget that. But she's, I mean, she's been on she a lot of movies. So I'm going to I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with the, the, the fuck of Natalie Portman because uh, Black Swan really did it for me. I was a fan. I was all about that. And uh, Katie Holmes... Sorry, uh, never never thought Katie Holmes was super super hot. I was like, she's hot. I mean, don't get she's hot. Don't get me wrong, but not super crazy about her. So, eh, could live without her. So that's that that's movie was my called the Prof- that movie was called The Professional. Oh, The Professional. Okay, heard of it. Never All seen right. it. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm sort of. I think I'm kind of on board with you. I might have flipped mine around. I'm. I, I think I I marry Natalie Portman. Fuck Kate Beckinsale. And unfortunately, Katie Holmes is like there's just nothing wrong with her or anything. She just doesn't live up to those two. That's all. <laughs> and 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, older. and then and then that whole. Tom I mean, Cruise sometimes the third horse chick. in a race can be a really great horse, but sometimes those other two <laughs> are just better. <laughs> this is true. Now, <laughs> moving on to our for our uh, friends who may like a little bit of. Uh, and ladies and gentlemen, I would well. like to just go ahead and tell you that it is all downhill from here. <laughs> oh no, no, no! We're not we're not quite there yet. Uh, oh, there's a little okay. bit of people, for our friends who like the chocolate. I've uh, I tried to cover all the bases. Uh, I'll give That's you, uh, again, I'm sorry. I have to say this is a tough category for me because I don't normally, uh, I don't have a problem with the chocolate, but it doesn't attract me as much as some other um, types do. But anyway. More of a um, uh, vanilla bean kind of man. I got you. Yeah. Uh, so we got uh, Zoe Zaldana, who you probably know. Mm-hmm. Been in a thousand. Uh, Googling. <laughs> oh, Googler. Yeah, no, she's been around. She's been in lots of stuff, just probably stuff you haven't seen. I'll let you Google. Zoe's out then. Okay, let me look at it. Oh, okay, I see you. Right, okay, you can see the you can see the fascination there, probably. Um, yeah, I, I see it. Yeah, I see you. For for the older guys in the audience, some 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 Holly Berry. Mm hmm. Mm. Okay. And then one that ba- uh, then one I have to admit that baffles me, and yet they always okay. talk about her as being a sex symbol. But I just don't get it. Uh, Serena okay. Williams. Ooh, Serena. Which I just I do don't like see. I, I like me some Serena, my friend. I but but anyway, I, I understand that's a I understand that's a popular pick. So there it is. So okay. Well, have your way. First of all. First of all, uh, for Halle Berry, thank you for Swordfish. Uh, we saw your tits, and it was cool. Yeah, and they were uh, magnificent. <laughs> that, that they were. I must, but I must Halle, Berry, Halle Berry, um, I'm going to marry her because she's got a lot of money, and she was a Bond girl. And who else could say they get to come home to a Bond girl? Oh, and in that movie, and, and not a stupid one either. Oh no, no! Great movie. She was no, a like uh, CIA. Some of them kind of dunces, but but she wasn't. Yeah, in, yeah, yeah. No, she was a smart one. She was a yeah. She was a an American agent, I believe, in that movie. That was yes. um. Jinx. Die another day. Yeah, Jinx was her name. Die another day was the movie. Die, yeah. Die yeah. another day. <laughs> Not my time to go. Yeah, it's a good movie. Um, I'm gonna fuck Serena Williams because. Oh God, well, you better hold on. That you're telling that's a me, whole lot of woman that, right there. That's a lot of woman, and that's a lot of woman I'd be in trying to get with. That ass, though. Good God. Lord. Oh, God, sir. It's disgusting. I'm sorry. You, anyone who's listening that's a fan of Serena Williams, hell of a tennis player, no argument there, but that woman is stone-cold ugly to me. No, sir. No, sir, she is a the other girl I don't really know that well, but she looked rather skinny for my t- for my taste. I'm well, like, I, mean, I like I a mean, little meat on. She's a tricky one like because she's actually forty. She's actually forty years old, but she doesn't look it. Really? Wow! Um, I would never guess that. I no, she's, she's a, she was the uh, she was the uh, blue chick in Avatar. So if you liked the body, that was her. Oh. Well, I'll tell you she's this. She's Uhura in uh, in the new Star Fuck Trek Avatar. movies. She's she was Uhura in the Star Trek movies. Oh, 
Oh, is that her? So okay. That's that's her. So so she's yeah, yeah she's got some. She dresses very conservatively though. And then Still she's there? Gamora in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh shit! God, I can't so, kill her now. So all if right, you like those movies or you like that, change then you gotta the you gotta sort of rethink that. <laughs> all right, all right. Now I'm rethinking things here. Uh, we're gonna move her to the Mary. And <laughs> Are you gonna kill Holly Berry? I mean, this is tough. I think I am. I'm gonna have to. Oh, dude. Well, I'm going to tweet out. I'm going to tweet that out when the show's over. That dear Holly Berry, uh, my friend Nate killed you in Fuck Mary Kill. What Ari? I mean, I like Holly Berry. She's a beautiful woman, but she's going to go. What was the competition? Cora. And I'm going to tell you. I'm going to say it was Serena Cora. Williams, and she's going to go. What? <laughs> and she's going to type back. I understand. Hashtag dad ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, a guy's got to do what he's got to do. I mean. That's how you're seeing it. That's how you're seeing it. It's not a problem for me. I've always had Fair a thing for Serena. I've always thought Venus was ugly. I always thought Serena was hot. Yeah, right? Ven- Ven- of the two of them, yeah. No, like from the neck up, yeah, Venus is definitely, she's got much sharper oh, yeah. features. Yeah. And, and, uh, well, she's the old her, bitter her one. Face. Her face looks like Venus. So yeah. <laughs> I'm your Venus. I'm on I'm fire. fire. I can't play anymore. All right, so fair enough. Uh, I will do the total opposite. I will, I will fuck Zoe Zaldana into the next galaxy. I also will. I will marry <laughs> Holly Berry. That sweet fine, that sweet fine piece of cocoa behind. And Serena can continue to play tennis. But uh, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put a hit out on her. But I'm not gonna check to see if they really carried through with it or not. Because she can keep playing tennis if she wants, but. Other than that, yeah, she dies. So sorry. Okay, it happens. And there was sadness heard around the world. All right, we got to get moving here. Uh, <laughs> What's the quick rush? little you short got shot? What, an hour and quick, a half. Quick. Well, we still got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. We got ten more, and they, when they get a little twisted, no, they God. take a little longer. Oh, um, God, you got. Here we got another one. Uh, This one is another one that you can't really lose out unless you really despise one of these people. Um, Carrie Underwood, Shania Twain, Dina Carter. Some people might have to look up Dina Carter because that's a little bit of a pull. But if you're a country music fan, hold on. Dina Carter, singer of Strawberry Wine. Okay, okay, you're speaking Greek, but okay. Well, when you see her, you'll you'll understand. Big hit back in the eighties, okay. maybe okay, early nineties. No, little okay. Dina Carter. Who was the other ones? Shania Twain. Okay, I know her. Carrie Under Carrie Underwood. Oh, fuck. Man. Okay. Um. I'm gonna marry Shania Twain to get some Canadian citizenship. Uh. <laughs> Plus, Shania Twain has got more money. Yeah. Than, oh God, she's got money. Yeah. She got fuck you money. She's got. Oh yeah, she did. Yeah, Plus she's not she's just hot. rich. She's she, and she's a good-looking woman. Even now, she, she is, is a good-looking woman still. 
Uh, I'm gonna fuck. No Carrie argument Underwood there. Carrie Underwood's. Just, I don't think I could put up with her. She seems like an extra kind of girl, a little uh, high maintenance, but she'd be good for a good dickin'. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting all day now, for Sunday night. There's a fucking. If you've ever heard a politically correct term before, there's one. Right, she's good for a dickin'. <laughs> She's ready for a good ticket. Uh, the other girl, I don't know you, Dina, so sorry. You got to go. All right, see, and I'm, uh, I'm marrying Shania Twain all day long. Um, I'm going to bang Dina Carter because I just remember from the videos. And Carrie Underwood, who I don't have a problem with, but she seems like she could, like you say, she could be a little needy, a little bit whiny. Yeah. Uh, well, so, and, uh, and here's the thing. If she ever catches you fucking Dina Carter or whatever. She's fuck your you car fuck- up. Oh yeah, your car is done. She's gonna dig her key yep. into the side. Your so, uh, little souped up four wheel no drive but, car. Uh, and you're not gonna cheat again. But Carrie Underwood, you're making a short trip to the wood chipper. So sorry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> now, next time she'll think before she writes a song like that. So. <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, buckle up a little bit. This the road's starting to get a little bumpy. Okay. So the road is now beginning to go down a little well, bit Well, this, this may start to challenge you a little bit. Okay. Um, Ashley Judd. Oh, Lord. Rose McGowan. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, now, if you're a now I, pre- I prefix this with, if you're going to have any of these three, you have to ask permission first. Or they're probably not even going to sleep with you at all. Uh, Absolutely. They're going to they're going to demand that you rape them. So. Well, this is saying we have consent. We're saying we have consent on this. Fair enough. As long as we know. Um. All right. Ah. Damn. (laughs) Yeah, because you know what I thought when I saw this list. Hashtag me begrudgingly. (laughs) <laughs> oh damn okay all right so i'm gonna go with to marry sure as hell ain't gonna be rose mcgowan uh god no i i guess god, no. i'm gonna have to marry a, i'm gonna have to marry Alyssa milano uh and the logic just, like, i got the lesser of three evils <laughs> Well, I figured she does like sports, though. Well, yeah, but so does Ashley Judd. (laughs) But I yeah, but yeah, but she shows up at the game. But does she actually like sports, or is she just there because she's from Kentucky? Well, she's on. I think she's on Calipari's payroll, so I think that's why. I mean, goddamn! I have to admit, I'd love nothing better than to see um, Ashley Judd get up at a game and take a full-powered chest pass from somebody right in the fucking head. I bet you that place would have I bet you that place would erupt. Probably you think they just won the national you think they just won the national Well everybody seems to hate her. I don't know why she's there because nobody likes her. Or at least when you talk to people the general consensus is of dislike, but maybe well, not. In they dislike her and then they meet her and then they gotta like play it up like, Oh my god, I love you Well, they don't there again, you know, you can't say anything bad about her or you're gonna find yourself on the short end of a hashtag. Yeah. 
Um, so I'm going to go with Alyssa Milano to marry since I got to put up with one of them. Uh, I'm going to fuck Rose McGowan because I think Rose McGowan would be a freak. And we have permission, as you said, and on the offset here. Any, so we, she, she, was, she hung up with, uh, Marilyn uh, Manson there. She's got to be good. She's got to be good for yeah. something. In the oh, yeah. She's got to be into a lot. And the way she's willing to dress in public, yeah, I'll cut her some flat. Yeah, and all that uh, stuff, yeah. Uh, and Ashley Judd, uh, see bitch. Move, bitch. Get out the way. Okay, that's that's kind of what I figured. I figured Alyssa Milano was still, at least, of the three, is the best looking. Um, At least right now. Rose anyway. Now, hold on a second. Rose McGowan, when she was with Marilyn Manson, was pretty fucking hot. Yeah, but she, she looks like death now. I don't yeah, know what happened rough. to that woman. If she, I don't know if she's medicated, maybe, or something, but she looks pretty rough these days. But anyways, uh, uh, don't I figured Alyssa Milano was, was, with, was better looking. What's that? She was with Manson. She was, when she was with Manson, she was smoking. Yeah, no, I, I'm not no And when she was on, like, Charmed, she was all right there. But um, Yeah. I'll take Milano for the looks and the sports affiliation. Okay. Uh, Rose McGowan still, Rose McGowan still pretty got a pretty good set of tits on her. So you know she's got to be at least good for something in the bed. And Ashley Judd, well, she's going to be a uh, part of a concrete piling at the new uh, Grand Ole Opry. <laughs> That's what happens oh, there. Because I, I don't like her. It wasn't Ashley. I think it was Winona. Performed at like a music festival down here one time in Logan. Well, I'm pretty it's sure it's one of the Ashley, mother and right? the. Is there yeah, one? I'm pretty sure the mother and the daughter singing team don't have much to do with Ashley. What was the What was the other one's name? There was Winona. M- there was M- Ashley. M- Naomi. Naomi. It might have been Naomi. Okay. Naomi's the mama. Yeah, it might have been her that performed down here. Yeah, yeah it, I think it was. It wasn't her. All right. So fair enough. Uh, so we you know, so uh, get out your toothbrushes and your mouthwash, gargle and get that taste out of there, and get prepared for because now we're entering the dark zone. Um, All right. First up, if this was a Jeopardy category, it would be called Ed's. You'd like to fuck for two hundred. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not a Jeopardy category So anyway These are the people we have in our next category Ed Leslie A.K.A. British Beefcake Ed O'Neill A.K.A. Al Bundy For touchdowns for Pokai Against uh, his nemesis spare tire Dixon As I found out So let's not forget that <laughs> Uh, also, the uh, central theme of the hit single "Psycho Dad," which I don't know if you remember that from from the show. Uh, I don't. I don't. I used to sing it, "Psycho Dad, Psycho Dad," and then he would sing about uh, Peg being fat and unable to cook, and how he had to kill her, and it was hilarious. <laughs> and of course, then the 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 scourge of uh, West Virginia women everywhere, Ed Bugs, who <laughs> needs Ed no Bugs. introduction. Mr. Ed Bogus, who, who after his first round victory in Mary Fuck Killis, returned for round two to take on the great Ed O'Neill, <laughs> a.k.a. Al Bundy, and Ed Leslie, whose claim to fame is getting fucking smashed in the head with a parasailing board. 
All right. The floor right. is yours. This one, this the floor is yours. Oh, yeah, you put me on the spot. All right, Mr. Bogus and I are going to be going to live a great life as as man and man because uh, Mr. Bogus is a wrestling fan. He also enjoys the great food from Sheets Gas Station. So, Ed, me and you, buddy, we'll get married. I can live with you. We'll have a good time. Watch sports and eat fats, eat, eat gas station food and enjoy wrestling shows. That that would be all right. Now, the next part is where things get a little iffy because Beefcake Ed Leslie is a he's pretty nice dude. He's a nice guy. Uh, I've met him, you know, a couple times. Really, really nice guy. But Ed O'Neill is a legend. Oh no, we're talking Al Bundy here. Yeah, we're talking this Al Bundy. This man is a legend. Well, and let's not forget, he also played Kevin O'Shea in the Little Giants movies, which helped shape my childhood. I mean, I, mean, I say again, sure, Ed Bogus, my or Bogus, sorry, Ed Bogus may have um, shotgunned four beers on a Saturday night in a West Virginia holler, but Ed <laughs> O'Neill four touchdowns against, you know, moving way these yeah. things. I mean, what, Ed, did, did, Ed, did Ed attend, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, did Ed attend Lincoln High? Is that true? Uh, I believe he did. I believe he did. Okay, well, we all know that Pokai smashed Lincoln High, you know, 63-14 <laughs> to 14 in the um, West Virginia Mud Bowl of 1987. So, <laughs> I mean, come on. All right, I'm going to marry Bogus. Uh, I'm going to fuck O'Neal, and sorry, Beefcake. <laughs> Got to go, man. <laughs> it's like a guy named Beefcake's getting killed. <laughs> we're picking up where uh, oh, we're picking up where that Paris, we're picking up where that Paris well, Daily but, bitch left off. So. <laughs> you know, I'm still, I, I think I'm going to go the same route, because I know, well, mind you, you know, Ed O'Neal, uh, Al Bundy was all about the Bears, so he watched the football. The Bears. <laughs> the burst. Uh, you know, I don't know what you can say about a man who sells women's shoes for a living. Um, and insults them as he does it. <laughs> he hated all fat women, though. <laughs> Couldn't stand them. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to marry Ed Bogus. Just for the stability. Um, and Ed O'Neill, we we know that Al Bundy, he don't like to fuck. So, oh, yeah, you know, there's that to consider. He doesn't like to have sex, really. See? See? So, I thought that's so true. Do you, so do you really want to have him the guy that you're fucking? Yeah, you're, okay, you know what? I got to switch that up. I guess yeah. I'd marry Ed O'Neill. I guess I'd marry Ed O'Neill for, and that's just, you know, that's just a regular marriage then. You get it once every... 30, 40 days, because you have to, and other than that. I go out and watch sporting events and wrestling with Ed, Ed Bogus, and we hang out, and then we have wild, crazy West Virginia open uh, back-of-the-pickup-truck sex <laughs> on a <laughs> Thursday night in a, in a steamy, cloudy, we wake up in the morning in the fog <laughs> of the holler, but we're both sated at least, so it's all good. And, and you I can, fucking and kill you can blame Ed you can blame it all on the moonshine too, so you can get away with yeah, that. Yeah, and I and I and I definitely I kill Ed Leslie for his entire fucking WCW run, the entire thing. Oh come on, 
You didn't like the Zodiac or the Booty Man? <laughs> booty Man and all that shit. I killed that motherfucker for all that crap. The Disciple? And Not a fan of the Disciple? God, he, the guy had a gimmick every fucking ten minutes. Every other show, he was somebody else, which I guess really isn't his fault, but I kill him for letting him do it to him. So, fuck him. Ed Leslie, you're dead. Uh, Ed O'Neill, I'll uh, fucking see you at the uh, uh, to pick up the kids after school and at soccer practice. And Ed Bogus. You and I under the bleachers, taking the cheerleader heaven. <laughs> oh, damn. This is I dark. just think I might have heard Ed Boggs. I think Ed Boggs might have just puked just now. Maybe a little bit. <laughs> he might have just puked just a little bit when I mentioned cheerleader heaven. I don't know how old, how old is Ed compared to me. Is he quite a bit older? Or is he around your age? or? Uh, I would assume he's closer. He might be a little bit older than me. I think he'd be closer I, to I my age than you. I couldn't, like, from the picture, he looks like he's, you know, I would have said maybe mid-30s, but no older than that. So yeah, maybe, that's what maybe, I'm maybe, uh, maybe I, 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 I'm going to turn that around, Ed. Uh, uh, I'm going to take you to cheerleader heaven because I'm the veteran here. <laughs> I'm the uh, first-string quarterback, and you're the uh, junior cheerleader. I worry about you. <laughs> uh, Ed Bo- Ed, if this can be, if Ed Boggs doesn't lie on his Facebook, uh, he'd be 39 years old. Well, there you go. Uh, January 6th of 1979. Let me know about this shit. Like, uh, if you'd like to know Ed Boggs' social security number, give us a call. At- <laughs> I like fucking hand out his personal information left and right. Don't worry, we'll take care of it. He can be reached with the following numbers. If you'd like to blackmail Ed Boggus, give us a call. <laughs> we'll Look take at those your phones light right up. Now. Holy shit. Look at those phones light up. Ed Boggus has got a lot of enemies, apparently. Anyway, moving on. All right. After the Ed Boggus, Ed O'Neill, Ed Leslie fiasco. Folks, it's only going to uh, get worse. <laughs> I'm going to give you a pick. You want to do Armando's or Nick's next? <laughs> uh, well, we hit the ads. I'll take. Uh, let's go with the. Uh, I'm feeling. A, I'm feeling a little spicy. Let's go for Armando <laughs> and our All right, and our well, south of the border fans here. Now I got to come up with some disclosure here. Um, famous Martinez. There's lots of them. Yeah, Let's there be honest, I didn't know who I didn't know who three quarters of them were though. Like I read the name and there was a brief like, okay, I've sort of heard of this person, but um you know, besides the long list of guys who have managed to jump over the border and become illegal aliens, I mean, other than that. <laughs> I can think of one I can think of like one, right? I can think of mm. Tino Martinez can came that, to mind for me, the baseball player. Yeah. Pedro Martinez, the baseball player. Pedro. So uh, I went to I different. Know. I just went to different track okay. with our. And then I looked at famous Armandos, and that was even worse. Like there's a whole pile <laughs> of them, but they're all very Latino centric, <laughs> and I didn't know who most of them were. So I didn't really famous, think there was much point in that. Famous, famous Armando. Uh, famous sculptor using only manure. <laughs> Armando. <laughs> <laughs> Today on Jeopardy, today's category is famous Armandos. <laughs> I'll take famous Armandos for a thousand. 
he listens to Wide Men Can't Jump, loves boxing and wrestling. <laughs> that would be Armando Martinez. Correct. He'd be the most famous of the Armandos by far. Easily. No knock on your name, Armando, because I'm sure that uh, if I was an educated boxing fan, there are probably a hundred fucking famous Armandos in that field. I just don't know who they are. So, anyways, I, I I went a different, a little bit different track with Armando. So the so his okay. category uh, his category has the sultry, smoky, good looks of James Edward Olmos. Who I don't know if you know or not, but you can look him up. Stunning, stunning actor. Uh, I mean, followed up by, I mean, how many guys can play Zorro and a cat in Boots besides Antonio Banderas? That's true. Now think, now think about that. You want to talk about fucking range as an actor? Zorro cat who wears boots and is basically Zorro. <laughs> and and in the same voice. Uh it's fucking stunning uncanny. You would you would think it was the same guy. <laughs> and then of course the boots was Zorro. And then of course <laughs> he's fucking Zorro, and he's that fucking cat, but it's the same fucking thing. It's the same it's guy. Just him. <laughs> it's just him talking. <laughs> he's not, he's not oh, acting shit. at all. He's just somewhere in a sound booth. They give him a, a script, and he said, okay, uh, Antonio, uh, you know, uh, go. And he's just he just reads it. He's not acting or nothing. I mean, it's just him. Well... Oh, come over here and drop your legs against my fine sexy body. Uh, yeah, okay, uh, Antonio, one more time. Come and rub your legs. Oh, thanks. And he just, like, he can't believe, like, he goes home and tells his woman, I guess while he was married to Melanie Griffith, but isn't anymore, because after she went train wreck crazy with plastic surgery, you know, he goes home and says, I can't believe that they fucking, you know, pay me to read, because that's all he's doing. Think about it. I've saved. I've either caused people a lot of grief, or there's a lot of people thinking now. Anyway, and and of course, the Latin heartthrob himself, the guy who drove Ricky Martin and Julio Iglesias and Enrique Iglesias into retirement, Armando Martinez. <laughs> oh man, well, uh, okay, you got to clarify something for me here. All right. James Edward Almas. Mm-hmm. With or without the mustache? Oh, with. With, okay. I mean, with without, the mustache. He's, without, he's just... Name he's a guy. Without. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> Still blunt. My mind is still blown I that I never figured out Puss in Boots was just I've Zorro. often wondered how many people have sat at home and went, God damn, I love that fucking Puss in Boots. That's what, what fucking, whoever's doing that is awesome. And then realized that he's not doing a goddamn thing. Laziest actor in Hollywood, right. that man there is. All right. Well, I... 
I'm going to marry Armando. Armando Martinez will, will get my love, my marriage. He'll teach me about boxing, and he and I will okay, just have a blast. But have you really – okay, hold on, though, because have you really thought that through? I mean – Yes. Yes, I have. I, I mean – There's uh, a reason. There's a reason. Armando cheers – yeah, but okay, but let me let me give you my reason. Armando Martinez cheers for the San Francisco 49ers. Well, I cheer for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We can both suck together. <laughs> it's, well, you know. Both, <laughs> one's got a political activist and one's got a suspended player, so that evens it out there. Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> I think Colin uh, Kaepernick. I'm sure San Francisco's got somebody doing drugs, so they've got a doper and we've got a groper. Oh, so, yeah, well, either I'm one. sure every team is every team's covered in that that area. I imagine. Very true. Very true. All right. Now you you help make my decision on this next one here. I'm going to go with Mr. Almas because who doesn't want a mustache ride? <laughs> well, they not from a. Not from a fake one either, you know. He can yeah, not one of those little drawn-on things like Mr. Antonio Banderas did, and oh, and because he did, yeah, a little pencil adds nothing. Give me a give me a Tom Selleck, damn it, something like that. <laughs> oh, so, I'll go almost me and you, buddy. <laughs> Be romping, uh, Banderas. Eh, I never liked Zorro, so you can go. <laughs> All right, so. I figured, and, I, and I'm not quite sure. I have to remember the movies, but I'm pretty sure there's a James Edward, a James Edward almost movie where he plays like a teacher or something, and he's uh, I could see trying that. to help. Yeah, I can't remember what it's called. But I want that James Edward almost, you know, to talk dirty to me, to punish me. So, so I'm I'm fucking James Edward almost because <laughs> I, I I I've been a bad boy. I've been a bad boy, and I need to be disciplined. Um, I think I did throw up a little bit. Then there's my good friend Armando, who who I love dearly, and this fake SAG card carrying Antonio Banderas. Now, first of all, I think if you paid money to see any of the, uh, what the fuck, uh, were those fucking movies he was in? Um, what were they called? Um, oh, now I can't. I, I'm fucking on a total blank. What's the cartoon he's in when he's the cat? Shrek. Shrek. If you paid any money to see any of the Shrek money movies, Antonio Banderas should give you like a two dollar refund because he wasn't acting. Uh, and then if you saw Zorro, if you paid any money to see Zorro. Well, I'm not exactly sure of Antonio Banderas's heritage, but uh, Spaniards everywhere should probably like he should be barred from any Latino countries for that performance. Because you want to talk about a a Zorro who well wasn't very Zorro-ish. Let's put it that way. He really but wasn't. God awful. Like, and he sounds like I don't know. Like, I'm not exa- like I said. I'm not exactly sure of what his. Uh, um, uh, nationality really is, but his accent sounded fake. It sounds fake. 
I don't know if it is or not, but it sounds fake. So for that reason alone, he he must die. Um, and Armando. <laughs> I mean, what can I say about Armando Martinez? I mean, the guys, you know, it's kind of like Antonio. It's kind of sounds like you know a, a fine wine. Give me a glass of Armando. Armando White, please. Armando Red. Give me a bubbly Armando. You, how can you go wrong with Armando Martinez? You just can't. you can't go wrong with Armando. It's, you can't you just go can't. wrong with Armando Martinez. You have to marry that man. You got to put a ring on it, and you got to do whatever that man tells you to. Keep him happy, and let him go out and bust his ass the way he does, and bring home the money. And then uh, on Saturdays, you can uh, throw shit at. Uh, Every uh, South American soccer team except for Mexico. So you can pitch Brazilians, <laughs> Argentinians, and Uruguayans all weekend long. And then, okay, well, next year, just... Sunday, you got to put up a, you got to put up the 49ers on Sunday, but you're probably tired after throwing rocks at, you know, fucking Lionel Messi and guys like that all weekend, all Saturday. So <laughs> there's nothing wrong with getting a little, a little bit of fire, you know, and, uh, you know, hashtag Neymar sucks on the Twitter and things like that. It's all good. So I marry Armando. Mm, okay. After exposing Antonio Banderas for the fake that he is. Bastard. <laughs> He'd want to marry you to get that green card. <laughs> he might. He should marry me to learn how to act. But anyway. Oh. I don't know if I've, you know what? I don't know that I've ever seen him in anything that I would consider all that spectacular. But then I don't know that I know of anything he was in besides the fucking Zorro movies. You know, I mean, he may have been. I'm just like off the top of my head. If you say Antonio Banderas movies, I got nothing. And after that, I got zip. All right, like, let me see here. I'm looking. Maybe it's like, is he one of these guys that maybe is working on a reputation that he doesn't really have? If you know what I mean, like he's got that heartthrob because of his Latinoness, but really. Has no basis of work, really? Uh, maybe. I'm looking at his movies here, so uh, I'll start naming a few here. Okay, The 13th Warrior was a good movie. I've never seen but it. But he is not. Uh, but he is not. It, he's not a Latin heartthrob in that, so fucking Spy Kids. Yeah, Spy Kids. Uh, Zoros. Shreks. Uh, he was, he and was bunch, in Philadelphia. And a bunch of fucking garbage. He was in Philadelphia. Okay. And he was in an interview Lord, interview with a vampire. Uh, okay, but we're going back. So we're gonna we're gonna go back to find a good movie that he made. We gotta go back thirty five years. <laughs> gotta go back I, pretty I just, far. I, mean, when I look at his latest movie. He's probably better known for being in the goddamn SpongeBob movie with uh, with Bruce Pobans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he wasn't that, was he? <laughs> he was. He probably hung out with. I'll, I'll call up Bruce. Hey Bruce, uh, you hang out with uh, Banderas? Nah, I was too busy hanging out with Hogan and doing international sandcastle competition. Well, <laughs> the sandcastle competition, you know. Fuck me, Bruce Pobans. Wow, what a fucking comedian he is. One of the funniest guys I know. Yeah, but anyway, Banderas, overrated. Uh, moving on. 
All right. Because we still got uh, we still got categories. Um, I'd kind of done this one a little bit for Tom, but seeing as he's not here, we'll whip it on you anyway. Well, partially for Tom, but because do you know who Nick DiPaolo is? Mm, no. I believe he's he's a comedian, and I believe he's a Philadelphia comedian. But anyway, in my I think I've my heard the Nick, name. Uh, I've heard the name. In my my but, Nick category, I had Nick DiPaolo because I knew Tom would have something to say about that. Then I have the stunning Nick Koff, of course. But then, uh, uh, like a uh, a surprise entrant, but could run away with the race, the unbelievable, the stunning, the manly, the powerful Nick Bockwinkle. Oh, man. Because <laughs> I know when you think of stud, you Nick think Bockwinkle. <laughs> I mean, what more comes to mind? When women All think right, about so lovers, give me some Bockwinkle. I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to, to marry Nick Bockwinkle just so I can take his give last me some, name. Become, give me some wrinkled Bockwinkle, so I can become Nate Bockwinkle, Nick and Nate Bockwinkle. You want to be Nate Bockwinkle Jr. <laughs> <laughs> or you want to be Nate and Nate Bockwinkle? <laughs> Nick and Nate Bockwinkle. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> and then. Uh, that's I don't up. know who I, I don't know anything about the comedian <laughs> Nick uh, DePaulo. Is that what you said? Yeah, they killed the motherfucker. No yeah, problem. he's dead. So Hoff, uh, laces out, pal. <laughs> if you're ready, I'm ready. So, so once again, Nick Hoff, we find ourselves alone because <laughs> I too am killing Nick DePaulo. I want the financial security of that big AWA World Championship money of Nick Bockwinkle. That monster of a human, Nick Bockwinkle. <laughs> so that leaves the sex. That leaves Nicholas Hoff for the sex yet again. I know that's putting a lot of uh, responsibilities on Nick, but uh, I think he can handle it. And if he can't, well, he dies. <laughs> I guess I just don't know what more to say. <laughs> he, he, he dies That's, uh, and we move on. It's an, I mean, an uh, intense way of looking at it, but okay. I mean, I got to be honest, too. And I, I think no offense to Nick, but is Nick a great big guy? Like, is he just a monster uh, man? Or is it just a or is it just a Okay, but this is – yeah, okay, remember how big I am. Like, I mean, I'm, uh, only, I'm like 5'7". I mean, is Nick towering over uh, me? Oh, he's taller than you. He's about, I'd say he's close to my height. Oh, Jesus. So Nick's going to Nick's gonna make me his bitch. Damn it. Um, Indeed. Well, you know what? What the hell? I, I'll take one for the team. <laughs> Nick, Nick, if you're listening, what a I'll be the bottom. I'll be the bottom, Nick. You he's take catching. out your frustrations. Nick's the truck driver, right? You take out all those dirty, yeah. nasty fucking things you think about when you're out on the road, and I know you do. You take them out on me. I'm your bottom. I'll be there for you. Speaking of dirty, you nasty things out on the road. Yeah. Speaking of dirty, nasty and then you things go out home. on the road. Oh, well, when you're listening, ladies, when you're listening to "Wide Men Can't Jump," and you're thinking about all the crazy shit that you're thinking about, and it pops into your fantasy realm, you, you do that to me. But don't forget, Pokai defeated Logan High School, seventy-two to fourteen. In the 1989 <laughs> mud, West Virginia Mud Bowl, so we've always got Sir, that. Sir, you're going. wrong. 
you're wrong. Everybody defeats Logan High School at football. <laughs> Logan Elm High School is that bad, are they? Are they the? Yeah, uh, we'll get into that later. They're the, Joining us right they're now, the Bruce, though. They're, they're the ladies and gentlemen, of, the uh, one, the only, Tom Robinson. Holy shit, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, is this the gay chat room? Damn straight. <laughs> Welcome aboard, sir. Yes, We've indeed it is. Infor- We've received your credit card information, and you are now free to enter the room. I was uh, going to join you at 9 o'clock, but I um, jumped on a Horizon airplane that was free on a runway. So um, <laughs> you, were, you were busy taunting F-15 pilots, were you? Yeah, and I jumped. You know, I, I ejected myself and crashed it into an island in Clifton Heights, Pennsylvania. So <laughs> here I am. Took out but, the palace, uh, did you? Yeah, but I, I I may have to call back. My phone was uh, in a pizza shop, and I had to find it because that is the only place I have numbers and computer access and et cetera. And now I've found it, but I'm on low low energy levels. Uh, you guys are going to be on the 10-ish, I guess? 11-ish. Yeah. 11-ish, yeah. 11-ish. Oh, you started it? Yeah, oh, yeah it's 10 sense. right now. Yeah, that's what it is. All right. Uh, I'll check back <laughs> in as soon as I can. All right. Fair enough. Ladies and gentlemen, you've just been witness to Haley's comment, Tom Robinson. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> was a, ladies and gentlemen, it was a Tom Robinson sighting. Hope you had your cameras out. <laughs> Sounded a bit disheveled. Uh, he did. Well, maybe, if you lose uh, your phone, that makes sense, I suppose. Yeah, well, that'll do it. And if he had, uh, you know, because I know Tom, if he found it in a pizza shop, there's no way he left there without eating something. So he's probably got a little extra cheese going, a little heavy. Ain't nothing wrong with that. No stones oh, thrown no, from this uh, guy. Nothing, nothing wrong with it. I'm just saying he probably had a, well, I guess in Philly he might have even had a cheese steak or something. And it Damn, might be sitting a little heavy. Yeah, it might be sitting a little heavy, though, steak. and he had to get home because he doesn't want to take a Tom Robinson number two at the uh, at the uh, pizza place. You know, is it bad that I almost considered doing the uh, the Cornet VIP thing just for the cheesesteak? <laughs> I've met Cornet no, before. No, in fact, in, in full disclosure, awesome. in full disclosure, Tom and I had a small conversation off air about we were kind of surprised that you hadn't managed a way to figure out how to get there. Hardy har. <laughs> I'm no, not going I mean, to Philly. Well, yeah, I guess it's you are really? further then. Look, I'm I'm willing to drive distances to meet people, but I've met Cornette more than a dozen times. Well, after your, like. your love affair with Jack Swagger, but we'll get into that once we're done this. <laughs> Swagger was cool, man. <laughs> and your uh, full-out marking, and you've now become the WWE's number one targeted uh, consumer. Slash fan, they're looking at sir, you. Sir, as a mark that I am, and I will fully admit to being, I will never ever say I'm not because I am fully. Uh, Mr. Swagger and I, we worked well together last night. 
So uh, I probably should have included uh, Jack Swagger. <laughs> God damn it. Josh Brown. <laughs> you can't make me choose. <laughs> Jack Swagger, backdoor Josh Brown. I mean, background Josh Brown. Well, when I get done with him, well, never mind. <laughs> Leaky anus Josh Brown. Oh, God. Nate. Ain't no anyway. seepage brown. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> through the background now because <laughs> he's, he's, he's injured. He'll have, Give me Josh Brown. We're going to call him from now on. It'll be, uh, bring a whole new meaning to the word the brown noise. So John left foot drags Brown in the background. <laughs> Why does it, brown? Why All right, does it drag John? Let's move on before we insult my buddy Josh, okay? I love Josh Brown. Josh Brown's a good guy. You just hope I never put your mother on one of these lists. If you do, that would be very weird. <laughs> How bizarre would it be? Okay, and just you know, no, in all seriousness, okay, Nate, you don't you don't get to play this round. This round's just for me. Tom's mom, Nate's mom, somebody, somebody else's mom. Boy, that'd be weird. Well, your mom might be in for some fun because she's quite a bit younger. Tom's mom, I either have to kill her or marry because she's so old. <laughs> like, no offense to her, but she's like in her 80s, so. Good Lord, man. No, your Leave mom. our mothers out of this. <laughs> Meow. <laughs> I love Mrs. Bush, and I fully respect her that she's Mrs. Bush. So, anyways, four categories to go. Three might, eh, yeah, these ones are a little bit more fun, and then one might make you puke. But anyway. All right, wait for that. All one. right, here it comes. We're getting a little bit of. We're gonna. We're getting a little heavy into the wrestling now. Um, next up, Wade Keller, Dave Meltzer, David Bixenspan. I'm gonna marry Keller because he's a T Wolves fan. Uh, shit got tough for me after that. I'll fuck Bix. Fuck Meltzer. He's dead. I'm tired of hearing about him. The end. I wanted to change the rules for this one. Tired of his stars ratings. Tired of his shit. Tired of tired of hearing about him. Huh? I'm 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 particularly tired of hearing about how that motherfucker was everywhere. Now you see he's they're debating on the. when uh, Russo sent the infamous in- email to everybody, but who he was supposed to send it to, et cetera, et cetera, and Meltzer claims he was there and saw the saw what happened, and I'm like, how in the fuck were you anywhere near TNA? You lying fuck. Yeah, I you know I don't something, know. and and I, I guess one of the uh, I think it was Velvet Sky. It might have been. Yeah, I saw that going down on even, Twitter. Yeah, and she even tweeted at him and says, "How would you know? You weren't there. I was actually there in a room. Like, where do you where do you get this shit from? I mean, the only way you could know more about what happened there is unless Vince is your source, I'm your source, or Dixie's your source, which none of them are. So how do you know? All secondhand bullshit. So Dave Meltzer, you do not get a, even one thrust from me, you dirty, dirty, rotten pig." Yeah. I've never been a fan of Meltzer. I really haven't. Like, 
I don't I respect, like him. I, I respect I what he does. I, I respect what he does, and I know he works hard, and I know he's good at it, and I know he's a good journalist, and I respect that. However, I don't like his, and it's just more in recent years, his godlike persona of I'm I'm not wrong. wrong. He's never wrong. I particularly wrong. don't. His excuse yeah, I particularly is don't care for. Or if he pulls the old, well, that's what they were going to do, but of course they changed it at the last minute. Okay, well, exactly. I can make that prediction every. I can do that every week. Well, that's pretty yeah. sure Roman Reigns is going to win, but they. It's going to rain tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, well, they changed it. It's going to rain tomorrow and it's sunshine. It never rains. I say, what happened, yeah. Nate? And I was like, oh, the plans changed. Well, well hell yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't care for him either. Uh, I, I, I marry Keller. With the internet the way it is, and the reports the way they come out, if he can report all these things with his sources, and the plans change, and his sources know about it, why don't he report the plans change? Why does he wait until the plans have changed? And he's like, oh, I didn't. I wasn't wrong. They just changed the plans. Well, report that shit then. Well, even the uh, and I don't know all the whole story, but even with the Brian Christopher thing. Where he where he reported it early and then claimed that he knew even three or four hours before that, and I'm going how? You're trying to tell me that you have a source at some shithole jail that let you know that Brian Christopher hung himself, and that you knew that before anybody else did? Because if you did, holy shit, you need to put those resources to better use, my friend, and report some real news instead of doing wrestling. Because what a waste. I don't know. Because we go off on. As we go off on Dave Belcher for a few minutes. He's a friend of Tom's, and I and I respect him what he does. But I've been very vocal over the years about the fact that he, to me, is a guy who is famous for stealing a star system and really marks out hard for Japan. Yes, I do not like his omnipotent status. And other than that, I don't either. I'll give him credit where credit is due. So fuck him. He's dead. Keller gets to be my my bitch and Bixen Span, although I don't know that he'd be any good at it, I'm going to fuck because maybe I'll teach him something that poor I'd fuck. Anyway. God. <laughs> yeah, I don't like him either. He's another one. He he calls himself a journalist, but really all he likes to do is dig up sh- He He just likes to dig up shit, though. Like, if you, if you stumble across a story, that's one thing. Or if you get, you know, a a, a tip on one. But he just goes looking for them. That's what he does. He's the kind of guy that searches the internet looking for tweets. He's one of those guys. I don't like him. Anyway, back to the more fun things. Okay. That one kind of that one kind of fell flat. Um, now we're gonna we love because we're big but, but, guys but Wade here. Wade Keller, Wade Keller, we love you. We have no issues with you. Yes, Wade Keller, you can come on the show. Meltzer, not so Go much. Vixen Span, never. Um. We here at Wide Men were, you know, no secret we're we're a little heavy, we're a little big. Really, some of us, some of, never would have guessed. Yeah, yeah, no secret we're a little bit bigger fellas. So we dedicate this category to the big man. Um, a little wrestling flavor again, though. Uh, Kamala the Ugandan giant, Muckin Singh, <laughs> okay. A.K.A. Bastion Booger, A.K.A. Oh, Mad Monk no. Anthony. AKA oh 17 other shitty Norman the Lunatic and several other shitty uh, gimmicks. And of course, okay. what Mary Fuck Kill. What Mary Fuck Kill would be complete without Abdul on the Butcher? Oh, 
Fuck, dude. <laughs> oh, so, God. You thought you could do this without any trouble. Uh, ha! Uh, Deal with that. You know what sucks? Deal with that is, hot mess, my friend. You know what really sucks? Is the fact that there's... Is the fact that... That Kamala is looking like the hottest of the three. <laughs> I have to think. Like, no offense, but Mike Shaw. Mike Shaw, a.k.a. Muck and Sing, a.k.a. Bastion Booger, blah, 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 Infinity. He did, I don't know. I think I, uh, yes, but, but still. Abby? I mean. Abby's got some sweet tits. I mean. Well, I mean, if you don't mind, if you don't mind plugging a roll here and there. I guess Abby'd be all right, but uh, okay. I, mean, I just don't. I'm gonna I just don't go, know. I'm gonna go with this based off the lay the layman terms here. All right. I'm not into necrophilia, so I'm gonna go. <laughs> God damn. I'm gonna go with, with Shaw, uh, Bastion Booger as as my 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 Mary. For the simple fact of he's dead now, so I don't no, ever have to see him. It's a little bit of uh, Bates Motel-like material, but that's it. I mean, I don't have to, yeah, well, you know, yeah, it's dark. Go talk to Norman. I'm going to go All talk right, to my now, wife, Norman, but he's dead. The hardest decision ever right now. Um, well, don't forget that doesn't it doesn't the original Kamala doesn't he only have like one leg now or no legs or something? Uh, I think he lost both of his legs. So I guess that would make things a lot more interesting. So I'll go with Kamala. For the <laughs> Hold on, Kamala, you motherfucker! The thick, thick man. Um, Abdul the Butcher I always thought was incredibly overrated. I never got the gimmick. I thought it was dumb. Uh, never liked him I, I really. Never, I never got it. Didn't care for it. And I think he's got Hep C, so uh, we're gonna have to kill Abby. So sorry, man. All right, so we, so I'm in agreement. We kill Abby, but I'm really worried that I'm gonna hurt Kamala's feelings. Cause I'm gonna go to to have <laughs> sex with him. I'm gonna tell him to wrap his, wrap your legs that. around my waist. Oh shit! I'm sorry, Kamala. <laughs> What's the matter with Kamala? Oh. I had a Freudian slip, told him to wrap my, his legs around my waist. Now he's in the fucking corner, pouting, and I can't get him out of there. Damn it. <laughs> and Bastion Booger, well, you know, I often wondered, and I remember Mike Shaw back before he was any of those things, because he used to wrestle in Stampede while I was Mike Shaw. And then as uh, Muck and Sing, as part of the uh, great East Indian uh, even though he was whiter than white, which I can never figure out either. But um, never have I seen a more unkept-looking man. And, you know, when they say that the gimmick is, you know, kind of the the real person, yeah. but just amped up, I often wondered if he was a slobby motherfucker in real life, and that's why he got that all those gimmicks all the time, which I don't know, but I've often wondered. But, yeah, I'm not sure, fashion but... booger... We'll marry him and and uh, just because well we got to do something there but yeah that's a that's a horrible category yeah that, that that's one just... that'll make you puke so uh, 
That's uh, definitely, uh, you know, like as we said last time, balls up into the body cavity kind of category. Yeah, it's kind of a. Uh, all right, I just we got kill two to go and avoid all this. <laughs> we got two to go, and I hope, if nothing else, that when this show is over, that you retweet this to the individual that's in it, so that he goes and listens to it. So we got to make this one kind of funny. Okay. This is a throwback to this is a throwback to uh, Jim Cornette's Smoky Mountain Wrestling. Primetime Brian Lee. Okay. Dirty white boy Tony Anthony. Okay. That studly motherfucker who doesn't give a fuck about nothing. Bobby Blaze. (laughs) Oh, damn. (laughs) Our friend. Our friend Bobby Blaze. Who, I have to admit, I had no trouble with this one whatsoever. None. This was a slam dunk for me. I'm gonna pull. I'm gonna pull this here. I'm gonna cheat on this one. I'm gonna marry and fuck Bobby Blaze, and the rest of them can go die. <laughs> well, I marry. I'll marry primetime Brian Lee because he's the baby face. I'll kill eh, okay. Tony I'll, Anthony. I'll go with you. All right. Yeah, I'll kill Tony Anthony because I have to. But Bobby Blaze. Yeah. Now think of the think man. About it, though. Bobby Blaze, craziest motherfucker you know. Amen. Sm- and yet, sm- and yet, smart as a whip, in the same sentence. Got head from Sue the Shooter. He did. Admitted, admittedly. Um, yeah. Worked in a fucking worked in a fucking prison. Yeah. He's probably seen and knows some things that a normal man maybe information a normal man shouldn't really possess. But Bobby, <laughs> Very but true. Bobby, but Bobby, not being normal or a regular man by any stretch of the imagination, and I mean that all in a good way, has all of this at the fingertips. I think there's a reason and Bobby to... Blaze isn't married. I think there's a reason and Bobby and... Blaze isn't married. Well, that guy, and we could fucking, go. He's, I think if you get a taste of Bobby Blaze, it's like hot fucking lava. It burns you right out, and there's just nobody else will ever compare again, and you're done. <laughs> this is what well, I let's think. not forget. You can take him to the swingers party too. Oh yeah, I think he's pretty much up for anything. Yeah, um, guy's not afraid of guy's not afraid to party, try some new things. You know, I'm pretty <laughs> sure. You know, starting next week, we have the Bobby Blaze the sex chair coming out. Um, <laughs> Complete with beer holders. And a place where you can put his books. Yeah, and, 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 and well, if you buy it, there's a there's a discount code for his books. But uh, Bobby, yeah, I mean, I, you know, Bobby Blaze was probably, I wish I'd, I didn't know him as a younger guy. And I wish I would have. Because I think he's that kind of guy, you know, he's Matthew McConaughey hanging out at the high school when he's 21. And them 16-year-old girls just want every bit of Bobby Blaze. Because he's just so fucking cool. And I can hear hear Bobby Blaze. I can hear him doing that line of, you know what I like about high school girls? I age, but they say, you know, whatever it is. I I get older. I get older. They say the same age. I can hear him saying that and meaning it. And if Bobby Bobby got it in his head that he was going to chase something, Bobby's chasing it, and he's probably either going to chase it till it can't run no more, 
or he's going to catch it, one or the other. It's either going to be willing or he's going to be too exhausted to put up a fight. That's called the eight. That was called the eighties, by the way. Um, but yeah, Bobby. Uh, uh, yeah, no, I think Bobby Blaze takes me to school. <laughs> he can do yeah, the school. He can does. do the schoolboy roll up on me anytime. I think. You know, I'm not gay, <laughs> but if I was, I think Bobby Blaze would be the kind of guy. You know, after after you've been through that first relationship or marriage that was kind of boring, and you, you're just kind of searching for that. Uh, you know, that hot fucking rebound sex? Bobby Blaze. Enough said. Bobby Blaze. <laughs> Bobby Blaze. Bobby Blaze. They call yeah. him Blaze because he'll leave you in a haze. Bobby Blaze. He burns you up inside. Fiery loins, Bobby Blaze. So, Bobby, if you've got any comments about that when you hear this, you, well, we'll, we got to retweet that to Bobby because I'm sure you'll go listen to it. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll definitely do that. Definitely yeah, that tells me that reminds me of four stories I got to tell. <laughs> we need to bring him back on the show. The last time he was on the show, was we awful. need to bring him back on the round table where let's just shoot the shit. That's what I mean. Like I could see, yeah, like he'd be good at. I'd like to hear his comments on some of this. <laughs> this would Bobby be Blaise fun to probably, do with Bobby. He'd be probably pretty good at Mary Fuck Kill, so or Mary Fuck. Kill. I guarantee it. Yeah. All right, we got one left. This one's not really that gross. Well, it's kind of a bit, but it's more—it's um, more the one person involved. Uh, I hope he's not offended. Okay. I might have—I might have—I might have should have checked with you before to see if he would be offended. But I think he's going to come out on top on the category, so I don't think he will be. And I think <laughs> okay. that strikes me as the kind of guy might not laugh out loud, but in in quieter circles, we'll probably get a kick out of this. So here we go. Okay. Forgive me for this. Forgive me for this one. Lawyer Gloria Allred. Gloria Allred? Who's that old bitch who always runs to the defense of every woman who screams anything in Hollywood and is yeah, immediately yeah, I know fucking materializes out of thin air like a goddamn vampire or something? All right. She's number one. Number two. Forgive me for this. Well, fuck that. I'm not an American. What do I care? Chief Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg. <laughs> so I don't give two shits about that or whatever. I don't care. And of oh, course, God. because of the th- because of the theme, our good friend Stephen P. New. <laughs> now, if you would like to remove yourself from this category, sir, due to your friendship <laughs> with Stephen P. New. And being an American and all that, and you may not want to sully the good name of Chief Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg, I will allow it. However, okay, I will gonna... double up on all three of them if that's the case. <laughs> I'll go. I'll. You know what? I really like me some Steve New. So you know, if I was married to Steve New, I'd be okay with that. I would. I would be just fine well, with that. I mean, from what we know, he likes sports. He likes wrestling. Oh, yeah, sports guy, wrestling. I mean, fans. he's a guy's guy. So if he was, I mean, if he was, if he was, if he was of the persuasion, and so were you. Ah, being married to Stephen P. New can't be all that bad. Yeah, a successful lawyer who likes sports and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah military oh, veteran as well. Oh, I didn't even know no. that. Well, okay, that's just yeah. I just found that yeah, out not too long ago. That adds a little bit of sexy to the mix. What what service? 
Who doesn't love a man in uniform, right? Yeah, what, bra- <laughs> what branch of the service do you know? Uh, now, that I don't know. No. I think Army, I'm but I don't of, know for sure. Okay, because I was kind of hoping he was a Marine. I don't know. I don't, know, know, I don't think he can. I think it's Army, he can but I don't know. He my beaches and assault my hills all he wants, Stephen B. New. Good Lord. Uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg seems like a freak, so I'm going to go with her for the <laughs> fucking whatever she is, 89 year old Ruth Bader Ginsburg. You just called the Chief Justice of the Supreme Court a freak. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> The fucking CIA is going to be knocking on your door. I can honestly say, ladies and gentlemen, I never thought I would utter the words, <laughs> Ruth Bader Ginsburg seems like a freak. God, alarms are going off in Washington. Somebody just go. We would like to say Local this. Local Virginia man brought up on <laughs> slander charges. These are purely hypothetical and all in entertainment. So please, charges were dropped call. today when Ginsburg admitted to smoking a joint in 1962. 62? What was she? 50? Well, she's 80, what, 9? I believe. I she's like 89. Something like yeah, that. Okay, so 1962, she'd have been well, like 30. Oh, well, you. <laughs> You'd fuck you'd fuck Bader Ginsburg too if it meant to get away from Gloria Allred. Well, look at this way, man. If you got Ruth, if Ruth Bader Ginsburg is your number one, what legal trouble could you ever get into? Nothing. That name's gonna, man. You, nobody's giving you a ticket for shit. Exactly. You, you, exactly. Pretty much, you pretty much do whatever you want. Ruth, Ruth Bader Ginsburg is eighty-five. She was born in nineteen thirty-three, so nineteen sixty-two, she'd have been twenty-nine. <laughs> I bet she was a fuck. Oh my god. Okay, so she was old enough to holy Jesus, she's old. Wow. No offense to her. I'm sure she's an extremely um intelligent woman, et cetera, et cetera. But at eighty five, can you really be in touch anymore? Like I'm fifty and I'm not in touch. I don't understand half what the fuck's going on anymore, let alone eighty two. But well, you got to remember you—you uh, you didn't work the same kind of job she works. So I think quality of of life and the jobs you work makes a difference in your no, everyday. No, but how, can she really understand the common person anymore? Because she's been oh, in that, that life. I don't think any. I don't think any politician in Washington understands the common person. So I mean, because she must have been. Me. I don't. She must have been in the legal profession for. I mean, it must be fifty years. Yeah, probably. First for our, woman for our on purposes, the board, I believe, too. She apparently likes to go ask to mouth out here. Yeah, that was crossing the line. <laughs> what was it? What's wrong with ask to mouth if you want to do it? I mean, you would think she's a very she's a very liberal Supreme Court judge, so she may have no problem with any of that stuff. Whatever floats her boat, man. I yeah, no, no, I'm just saying. You know, she was. I mean, she was a, a grown woman. She was 30 during the 60s. You know, they're in a free love. She probably went to Woodstock. She was almost Ruth Bader Hendrix. God. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, you popped for that. You popped for that. Yes. You know it. 
I did. <laughs> I tried not to, but I did. Peter Hendricks. What a different world we'd live in. Very different world. Yeah, no, I think you're right. I, I, I think, well, I might go two ways. I might marry Ruth Bader Ginsburg because she's got to have a pile of money, too. And she's True. old. True. So, and she's busy. So I probably get to do whatever I want. And then, in all honesty, if we're looking at it purely as, I mean, I'm 35 years younger than her. She's going to die, and I'll get her money, and <laughs> I can go find Armando. But uh, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Gloria Allred should be run over repeatedly by buses full of people until there's nothing left of her body. Uh, what Not a useless a fan, individual huh? she is. So not a fan. <laughs> yeah, I have no use for Gloria Alden. Well, that, you know, she's the definition of ambulance chaser lawyer. Hor- yeah. Horrible. Whereas then we have the opposite of that, where we have Mr. New, who uh, at least is trying to, you know, I mean, a lot of PR lawyers get a pretty bad rap, because, of course, the only time you really have to deal with one is somebody suing you or something bad's happened, probably. So they get a bad rap. Um, but at least Mr. New is... Uh, fights for the little guy and all that's you know his his business is oh, kind of yeah. catered towards that sort of thing he's not out uh you know knocking on doors and handing out cards looking for people who want to sue people just you know for slander and libel and all this kind of bullshit that oh, no, all no, pulls. Not. he's a uh now he's a he's a busy guy because he's good at what he does yeah so that's a, that's he's a different kind of lawyer so uh so i could i could either marry him and if you say he's been in the service, well, put on that uniform, Mr. New. That's all I got to say about that. I don't want to insult Mr. New any more than I maybe already have. Uh, but anyways, yeah, so that's where I am on that one. And that brings to an end another horrific version of uh, MFK, which we will now put on the shelf for at least a month or two before we bring it back, so it don't get stale. Please, let's do that. <laughs> yeah, we won't bring this one back for a while. Uh, soon, to, soon, though, to debut. Soon to debut on the Wide Men Can't Jump radio network. Little Tom Robinson. His oh, take God. On the, little Tom Robinson's <laughs> take on the sports. So look for that. Uh, uh, I believe Tom is going to be, well, he may tell us if he makes his way back here on time. Um, I don't know, that pizza shop either was a long ways from home or we were uh, we were led astray. I think he had to let us. I think he had to let us. But anyway, um, yeah, because it doesn't look like, uh, from our conversations, it didn't look like we were going to be able to get together to do anything this week. So a uh, little TR may make his appearance. And, and apparently, I don't know if you knew this or not. Little Tr is quite the singer. No, he is. He has the, and he he's working apparently. I've I've heard this from Dave Meltzer. I have it from Dave Meltzer that Little Tr is in fact working on a song about his dad. Yeah, oh, he's working man. on a song about his father. So we're we'll have song to about Tr. Yeah, Little um, Tr going to sing about his number one hero, Big Tr. That should be interesting. Don't, it, it, it could it could be it could be a blatant ripoff of "Don't Stop" by uh, Fleetwood Mac, but you never know. 
I'm excited to hear that. But, you know, you were talking about Stephen P. New. Let's go ahead and pay a bill with Stephen P. New, and we'll be right back. Yes, let's do that. Personal injury, automobile accidents, workplace accidents, mesothelioma, social security disability, unfair insurance practices, family law, employment discrimination, all these things and more can be helped by new law office. Stephen P. New will fight for you and your rights. Mr. New, what is there to do if you're in an automobile accident? When car wrecks happen, insurance is always involved. Did you know that in West Virginia, we have the highest percentage of uninsured and underinsured motorists driving on our highways? That means that when you're in a car wreck, your attorney needs to know how to work with your insurance company to maximize the compensation that you'll receive. If you've been in a car wreck, call me, Stephen P. New. For your free consultation, call 1-888-692-8084 or visit newlawoffice.com. Stephen P. New will fight for you to get you where you need to be. He's a proud sponsor of our program, and Mr. New is a stand-up national and local attorney. Stephen P. New, attorney at law, answers to your legal questions. Stephen P. New, folks, a great sponsor of our show. We love your money, Stephen P. New, but we love you more. (laughs) He's pretty awesome. He's a great guy. But uh, another thing we love, especially with the Mary Fuck Kill, is uh, we love boobs. (laughs) Oh, I like that. I like boobs. (laughs) We do. We do. And so we'll pay our last bill here. I'm too sexy for my love. Too sexy for my love. Love's going to leave WowFreeCam.com is the number one cam site on the internet, and they are our gracious sponsors, and we want to invite you to check them out over at WowFreeCam.com. Anything you could imagine and whatever you want is just one click away if you go to WowFreeCam.com. What's some of the things you could check out over on WowFreeCam.com? Motorboat? Play the motorboat? You motorboat, you old sailor, you. Or you could be into... Two chicks at the same time, man. Whatever it is that you're looking up for, WowFreeCam.com will leave you with one reaction and one reaction only. You won't want to miss out all the fun going on at WowFreeCam.com, so be sure to show them some love and go over. Hey, it's in the name. It's all free. Must be 18 or older to access the website, but make sure you get there as quick as you can to check out all the fun. Going on over at WowFreeCam.com. Again, must be 18 or older to visit. And a big thank to Wow, a big thank you to WowFreeCam.com for giving us some love here and sponsoring the show. We have some great sponsors, and it is awesome to have them be a part of the show. We also love your money, and we love you more, even though I don't know who you are. Tim, are you with me? I'm here. There you are. Okay. Couldn't hear you. I don't know if you said anything, but... Uh, no. Well, I said we love Wellcam's money, but I don't know who they are, so I don't know if I love them more or not, because I can't be sure. <laughs> I know them, and they're good people. And that's all we need to know. So, um, on a totally different note, Nate. Uh, okay. If you didn't know it was NFL preseason, which I know you did, but if you didn't, how would you be able to tell by looking at the first week's uh, game scores? 
Not really sure. I haven't. I'll be honest. I haven't uh, paid okay, that well, much I, attention. I can, I can tell you. The Buccaneers won, the Bengals won, and the Browns won. True. Preseason. Yeah, preseason. Well, we did play the Dolphins. No offense to I anyone. think we can beat them. Well, the, I think we're better than the Dolphins. The Browns, the Browns might be a little better than people think because Ben, uh, Baker Mayfield, I mean, it's only one game, granted. Looked really good. Uh, Sam Darnold for the Jets also looked real good. Uh, mm-hmm. So did... Uh, uh, the other Josh one, Allen. I can't even remember. Yeah, Josh Allen. He, he he wasn't quite as good, but apparently that guy has got a howitzer for a throwing arm. Yeah, even more than what they, even more than what they thought. That apparently they were a little bit. They weren't sure if he would be able to uh, get that kind of oomph on it at the increased speed. But apparently, no such issues at least in game one. So, uh, I think some interesting battles shaping up in the NFL for. Uh, uh, starting quarterback jobs for sure. And, and well, here's my thing. Here was my thing with Baker. I thought Baker Mayfield looked good, but once again, he was going up against second, third string defenses. Yeah, I mean, it's so kind of hard one. to judge. I mean, it doesn't mean anything, but it's better than some of them come in and, and can't handle that. And then you know, okay, they've yeah, either that's got true. Problems. They've either got problems, or they're going to have to. You know, it's going to take this guy a year to adjust to NFL defenses and all that. So so at least they haven't hit that wall yet. But in the funniest yeah. story of the week, Nate, and I have no word of a lie, okay. the curse of the Philadelphia 76ers has hit the Philadelphia Eagles, where they draft stud tight end in the first round, goes out and plays a wonderful game, and then gets hurt in practice. <laughs> Yeah. Um, also, and, the, uh, and the, the Philadelphia rookie curse continues as it moves from basketball to football, and it started. To well, hell, it kind of went from Eagles. basketball to football. It kind of went from basketball to football, back to basketball, and now to football yeah. again. I mean, Carson Wentz yeah, went down Dallas, last year. Dallas Goder, who is of all reports a beast and a half, who they picked to be their tight end of the future, and now they're already worried that because he got a knee injury or a leg injury of some sort, and, of course, that's death for a tight end. Um, hard to block when the knees don't work too good. Uh, yeah, just interesting that, that, that you got to wonder about that. Even Well, don't forget, uh, the Washington Redskins lost Darius Geis for the season earlier to uh, torn ACL, first preseason game, done for the year. You got to wonder, you know. <laughs> that's like, got to suck. If you're a professional athlete. And you put in all that, whatever time and energy you put in, probably since you were a kid, and you get out finally to the big stage. I'm just, I'm, I'm just like I can taste the professional league. And you go down with a season-ending season injury in the first game. What and not even a game that counts. Your, yeah, what that's got to do to your psyche, I just, I don't know. But it can't be good. No, it, it, it can't could, be good you at could all. could be the uh, yeah. On another note, you could be the head coach of the Maryland football team, so things could be worse. Well, apparently, you can be Marvin Lewis and keep your job no matter what you do. Gabby Nababy doesn't. He doesn't get involved in sexual scandals. He doesn't beat his wife, and he doesn't do drugs. Apparently, so he's safe. 
you know, shittiness never kept you out of the NFL. Good Lord, look at look at some of the lineups that, you know, when you think that, uh, like Miami, for instance, where they're, I mean, I, I got nothing bad to say about Ryan Tannehill as a person, but he's coming back from two serious, serious injuries. And he's, yeah. they're still pinning their hopes on him. And if you can't find another quarterback who's better than this guy, like seriously. You know, Tannehill's a good quarterback when healthy. He yeah, really is. Yeah, that, uh, all i got to do is say torn ACL. That's all I have to say. Yeah, you I mean, one, it's kind of. You're one hit away from, mind you, a lot of them are, I guess. You know, you're one good tackle away from being one-legged pretty much. Well, don't forget, Miami's kind of had the uh, the curse of the quarterback for a long time now. Well, they I had a good one. For, yeah, they had a good one for too long. <laughs> They've been cursed ever since. Yeah, name I mean, name a quarterback that's in Miami since uh, Dan Marino. The Marino? Anything. Well, not a, not anything, but <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. This is, let's have some fun with this. Hold on here. It's what we do. It is what we do. But the Miami Dolphins. Let's let's have a little fun here. Uh, I'm going to find a complete list of all their quarterbacks since Dan Marino. Oh, that's going to be long. Uh-huh. I might take your computer. Let's half see a, here. I take your computer half a day to load that in. Hold on, Internet here, unable it. to provide. Yeah, I don't even. I'm sitting there trying to think of. Uh, of. Uh, okay. All right. <laughs> Let's see how good you are. <laughs> oh, I'm I probably not because I'm not a Dolphins fan to start with. Okay. So Tannehill has uh, been the, the starter. Tannehill's been the starter since 2012, but he didn't start last season because of the injury. So, 2011 and 2016 to 17 was Matt Moore. He's the backup. Going back to 2009. Who I don't even know. Eh, he's not very good. 2009 to 2011, you'll know this guy, Chad Henney. Oh, yeah, because he's a Michigan man. Michigan, yeah. (laughs) And I'll know. And the guy before him, 2008 to 2010, I know him, Chad Pennington. University of Marshall. Okay, I know the name because I believe he played for the Jets. He did. He was drafted. I think he was drafted by the Jets. If I yeah, he he, he played for the Jets. Tell me, tell me when you work it back to my favorite quarterback that I'd like to make fun of. Okay, well, Chad Henney started for the Dolphins for ten games in two thousand and ten. Chad Pennington started for one. Now. There was a player in there who started one game, Tyler Thigpen. Oh, uh, remember that uh, guy? Drafted by the Vikings, and I think I want to say had a cup of coffee with the Steelers at some point, but I could be yeah, wrong I think about so. that. The Chad Pennington, Chad Henney started in two thousand and nine. Good God, uh, two thousand eight was all Pennington. All right, <clears throat> two thousand and seven. Okay, okay hold on. So that just tells you though what's wrong with this franchise. 2008 is all Pennington. 2009 yeah. is Pennington and Henny. Then 2010 he is Henny and Pennington. 
Then, then they, Chad Henney, then the next year, he's a nobody, and Matt Moore plays 12 games, or however many I he think, played. And then they're both uh, gone. Pennington, Pennington got hurt. That was what, That's what happened there. Now, Henney, what, I what don't happened know. To, but, did, was Chad Henney just no good? I think he just sucked. Or, but Pennington, well, I know, got of, hurt. Uh, I mean, they gave him a lot. Of, I mean, two full years of being the starter, that's quite a bit. Yeah, anyway, I mean, I guess they gave him a on. chance, but who knows. Um, 2007, Trent Green starts five games. Cleo Lemon okay, starts a, seven games. Cleo Lemon, good God. Trent Green turned into a half-decent quarterback in uh, Kansas City. Kansas City, yeah. Then John Beck starts four games that season. <clears throat> I think John, that was the John Beck. The uh, the uh, I seem to recall, and I'm pulling a blank on who drafted him, but I want to say he was a Jesus quarterback. Uh, Brigham Young. He was. Let me see who he was drafted by. John Beck was drafted uh, by the Dolphins. In the second round Hmm. out of BYU. Okay, so, and didn't um, other famous BYU quarterbacks, isn't Steve Young from BYU? I think so, yes. Okay, so that might be the reason for that. All right, okay, but that's a a pack of nobodies. Uh, All right, um, 2006. I think the 2007 season was the year they won one game. Uh, 2006, Dante (laughs) Culpepper. Dante Culpepper starts four games. Joey Harrington starts 11 games, and Cleo Lemon starts one game. Okay, well, so Cleo Lemon we can write off. Uh, I mean, God, he, he I believe he actually had a stint in the CFL, if I'm not mistaken. He um, probably did. Joey Harrington, I don't know. He used to play for the Lions. I, yeah, I was going to say Detroit, but I don't know anything about his NCAA career, or if he had one. And Dante uh, Culpepper, well, he was a, he's more, he had a fairly, uh, maybe not a great run, but a decent run in Minnesota, but. Joey Harrington played at Oregon. Okay, no, that's not ringing any bells. All right, 2005. Uh, but, 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 not, but there again, not hard to see when you've got Dante Culpepper, Joey Harrington, and Cleo Lemon. And Joey Harrington is playing eleven of the games, yeah. or however, or it's the starter anyway. Um, I don't know what kind of career. Do you have any kind of career? I don't think so. Who Joey Harrington? Okay, well, well, Joey Harrington. He okay. He was a big arm in college. Yeah, he played well. He played, he played okay in Detroit. Yeah, nothing really amazing. In Oregon, he threw you know, 27 touchdowns and six picks. So, of course, that made that makes uh, the scouts drool. But that's there's more to the game than throwing touchdown passes in college. Um, All right, but uh, 2005. Here's an, a blast from the past for you. Started 15 of 16 games. Gus Farrat. That's my favorite quarterback in the universe to make fun of. Gus, the savior of the Washington <laughs> Redskins, Farrat. And the only other guy that started one game uh, that season was Sage Rosenfeld. Okay, so. but you know what's worse about that? That's two. What year did you say? Two thousand and five. Two thousand five. 
Okay, so that's after Gus Farad has already failed miserably in Washington. It is. So what Let's go the back hell here. were they think? What were they thinking? Who knows? 2004, Jay Fielder starts seven games. A.J. Feely starts eight games. And Sage Rosenfeld starts one game. A.J. Feely, who went on to play for the Eagles? Uh, He played with Miami, San Diego, Carolina, St. Louis. He was drafted by the Eagles in the fifth round of the season. Something with the Eagles. Now, Jay Feeler, I mean, he was there by this point. He's he's been their quarterback for a few years at this point because he was their main guy for a, a while, which, I mean, he was the heir apparent for Dan Marino. Yeah. Yeah, he had started for a long time. He was supposed to be, you know, like you said, the heir apparent to Marino. Um, Jay Fielder started in – he started 11 games in 2003. Brian Greasy started five of those. <laughs> we had him for a while. Not, we his, won't talk about not, his, not his father. And speaking of not his father, we also had Chris Sims. So there you go. Also not. Uh, although a, a lefty, though, who should have been more. Actually should have been more than he was. Well, he... When he ruptured his appendix on the field, that kind of ended any hope he had. Yeah, but uh, he, he, he actually did have a bit of talent. Yeah, there was some there, better than Brian Greasy. And you know, what, you know what cracks me up? Brian Greasy started in front of Tom Brady at Michigan, so think about that for a minute. Yeah, Tom Brady really didn't do all that much at Michigan, to be quite honest. Oh, that's why he got drafted in the sixth round. Yeah, he, he really he came out of out of there kind of unheralded really in all honesty. Yeah, well, he did. I don't know what uh what was uh I was just looking for Jay I was wondering why they stuck with Jay Fielder for so long. Well and we'll keep going back here. Jay Fielder started ten games in two thousand and two. Six games were started by Ray Lucas. Ray Lucas, who also I think I want to say ended up playing for the had a cup of coffee with the Jets, I want to say. He did. He did. And okay. 2001, Jay Fielder started every game. 2000, Jay Fielder started 15 games. And Damon Hard, or Hurd, or H-U-A-R-D. Damon, Damon, Damon Huard, out of, I believe, I Huard. want to say, the University of Washington. Nailed it. That's it. And, and uh, before that was Moreno. No Marino goes all the God, way back to yeah, 1983 well, for... he played. From 83 all, right. all the way to 99. So now I at least see why they went with Jay Fielder initially. They were 11-5 and five their first season that he played. Yeah. They were 11-5 and five the second season he played. Then they were 9-7, and 10-6. and six. Actually, they had pretty good records. Then 2004 they went and they hit bottom. They were 4-12. and 12. And then they got from nine and seven, six and ten, one and fifteen. The two thousand and seven. Remember they had uh, they had Ricky Williams there for a while, who everyone thought was going to be the next big thing. Yeah. And then was, marijuana uh, found. Uh, yeah, he had some off 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 field problems that didn't help his career any, but. Oh, he did. Um, he was bad. It's funny how that works, though. You know, that's, yeah. let's be honest. I mean, that sport requires 
you know, you're not going to be good at that level. You need to, uh, your entire energy has got to be focused on that. Or you're probably not going to be very successful. You're not going to be very successful. Not unlike any pro sport or anything for that matter, if you really want to be excel at it. So if you're more interested in figuring out where you're going to get your next bit of pot from, um, that's probably not too good for your football career, whether you got any talent or not. No offense to Mr. Williams. No, I mean, it, it ends up being what it is. And he, yeah. Well, there's so just not much note, you can really say. No. Yeah. How do you? I, I, I want to switch gears quick because we only got seven minutes left. Uh, how do you okay. feel about? Uh, how do you feel about tomorrow night's Raw with Renee Young at the for the first time ever a woman at the announce table? Who's she replacing? Uh, I believe she will be going with Mr. Cole and Mr. Graves, as far as I know. So whoever the other, I mean, they had in the other I character. have no issues. I have no issues with it. I mean, she if she's good. I have no issues good, with it either. What I was curious, what I was curious about was how they were going to write for her. Are they going to, are they going to make her? I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, like, you know, how are they going to portray her? Is she going to be this woman who actually is a little smarter than what they, than what anybody go to give her credit for? Is she going to be uh, a total mark? Uh, and more to the point, is she going to be the baby face or the heel in this team? That was the other thing I kind of wondered. She'll be a baby face, no doubt. But uh, she should be. speaking of baby faces, speaking of baby faces, TR is back. Tom Robinson returns. Yowza, yowza, yowza. I, uh, <clears throat> I'm out of, uh, I don't have a lot of time as I looked at the clock, but if you could give me a quick synopsis, maybe play word association. And I can think of the first word that comes to my head of the topics you covered. <laughs> well, we didn't really cover. We didn't really cover any topics. We well, did, uh, yeah, we I heard a, I, when, when I was waiting the first Mary time, King. I heard, I heard Nicholas, "I'll be your bottom." That's why I was. Uh... <laughs> well, that was part of a, an absolutely horrendous Mary fuck kill that uh, went off the rails a little bit. <laughs> Uh, we did discuss we Miami Dolphins about, quarterbacks. From, we were talking uh, about quarterbacks. From 2000 to present. We had shifted to Raw, but you and I have already talked about that off air, and you didn't really have an opinion, so that's probably no point in going there. So I don't know, sir. Perhaps you have something you'd like to share with us in your uh, triumphant <clears> to the to the airwaves. Well, I'll make a pitch since it's still live to go to uh, – <clears throat> Excuse me. There's that voice again. Um, even though it's uh, not the best performance of my um, entertainment career, I would go to at TR Shock in the um, uh, what do you call that? Uh, outbox. Where were you? How do you if, if you if were you, you send something to that? Twitter. If if you if you send if I send something to you, what's that called? If I if I put at Nate at MIT whatever fuck your name is on there, um, that's what's up. Uh, what's you that, just tweet somebody. You're, You're tweeting right, at go to, me. Go to go to go to at TR Shock where I added tweeted Cody Rhodes 
for those listening and like that I sung the national anthem at a wrestling show and was a former indie wrestler and I might get a, a way to sneak on to the all-in show. Because <laughs> yesterday, yesterday, yesterday Cody was looking for a wrestler that could sing the anthem and nobody gave him a serious answer. So late at night, I said, fuck it. I dug up from an old tape Jamie Ward made me singing the national anthem in, in the ring. And, of course, it wasn't my best rendition, but with three weeks to practice and uh, get all this phlegm from my summer cold out of my voice, I'll blow the roof off that building. Fuck them motherfuckers. Hey, if you go without me, we are going to fight. <laughs> oh, what the fuck am I going to do? Put you in a, my pocket for cargo? I don't know if they're yeah. fucking doing it. I don't think if you'll fit. You're you... a little bit... Well, if they take you, I'm your plus one. one. I'm your plus one. You'd be, my, you'd be my plus one and seven ace, you big fuck. But <laughs> get some people, get some people on there voting, man. It, it's not a vote, but I mean, if the dude sees I got a little, well, a little backing behind he, me, then maybe yeah, you gotta uh, get that shit. You gotta get that shit trending. That's what you want to do. Well, let me let me go here. I'm going. You want people to you want to retweet that fucker, and then you want other people to retweet. Yeah, you could so, even you could even comment like this is your guy or something. You know, I'll get my buddy Jack Swagger to uh, to retweet it. Oh Jesus Christ! Here we go. I was Good telling friend. Tim off air, but I, I guess I was wrong when I read your post today. But I was speculating that he was probably one of the guys you didn't like <clears throat> back in the day. Loved him. Yeah, that's, what post, loved him. that's what your post said, so I, I'll take your word for it. But he seems to me a guy that Nate wouldn't like, but, you know. He was a good worker. I always enjoyed his, him. He's going to make his triumphant return to the WWE as a tag team partner, Baron Corbin. So. Don't do that to me. I gotta from find me, you. From, I gotta from. Just go to my page and whatever. If I don't. Your page. Know, I don't know I'm, I'm trying to find it too, page. and I haven't. I haven't found it either. So maybe. By it's the not way, can on, we laugh? Maybe it's, maybe it's not. Can we get a good laugh at Cody Rhodes? Can we get a good laugh at Cody Rhodes, who always uh, retweets his wife's pictures and compliments her tits? I think that's hilarious. Yeah. Cody Rhodes. I guess that's a. I guess that's a. Inside joke between them two, but as I've stated many times before, black chicks have just great tits that they don't even care about personally. They don't need implants. I mean, some do, but I mean, for the most part, they're blessed genetically with great fucking knockers. So maybe maybe that plays into it. I don't know, but it's obviously an inside joke between them. Must be. They are. And nice, she does though. have great. Yeah, she has great boobs. Like, I'll give credit where credit's due. Yeah. Uh, Tread, I'm trying to find you it. here. I am trying to find you here, TR. I'm not seeing it oh, anywhere. Well, if you go to add TR Shock, doesn't it show what I added people or no? I don't know. No. As much as I <laughs> no, use it. it does not. No. No. Uh, how long replies? ago? Like, like a yesterday. week ago? Two weeks? Yesterday. yesterday. 
Okay, well, it shouldn't be hard Tweets to find and rep- it's probably yes, the please. last thing I the last two or three things I did. Uh, there's a on my thing usually there's a tweets and replies. I don't know if that's when you're looking at somebody else's though. Maybe that's what. Yeah, okay, here it is. I found it now. Tweets and replies. That's what I had to go to. Okay. Comment on that shit. That's TR's your man. He even uh, fuck. I even knew his old man and his brother. I mean, yeah. Tom Robinson I can use, sings like a I, sings like a songbird, but there you go. I got to get Conrad in on this because Conrad's handling the star kid. Yeah, Conrad is. Like yeah, they a actually casual. they're doing a they're doing a forty dollar pay per view for all in. So who knows? I will retweet that motherfucker. Not that I have anybody following me worth talking about. I retweeted it from uh, the Wide Men page. So well, I did people are listening page, out yeah. there. Make sure you go and and let Cody Rhodes know that our own T.R. Shock needs to be the man singing the national anthem at All In, just so I can get in for free. So uh, let's make that know, happen. You want to know the true story that uh, will probably work against me, but. That day, it was Delco Championship Wrestling, the day that I got in there and sang. And a guy named named, uh, Kevin Consolo uh, was one of the partners. Mike Keener is a good dude, a referee for ECW ref from around here. I know him. But I just heard about it literally the last, like two days before on a Facebook event that I ignored or something. And I checked it out. I was like, fuck, they're right down the street. And it wasn't like I was in wrestling shape or nothing, but I wanted to go down and, and, and just see if I could be part of, like, the upcoming shows. Since then, it folded, et cetera. They used the dreaded Rock and Rebel and his license before he killed himself and his wife. And uh, uh, part of me went down there to bust his balls, too, because uh, I had a little friction with him, and I'm twice the size of him. Now I'm 100 times the size of him because he's fucking bones. But anyhow... Uh, Bob Ortiz from ECW was the ring announcer, and uh, I said, "Hey, is there any? You know, I, I know the show's been booked. Is there anything else, you know I can do?" And Kevin said, "No, we'll definitely use you in the future. I mean, if you, if you want to get back in the ring, we, we could even use doing that." Blah 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 blah. He goes, "You want to sing the national anthem?" And I said, "Yes," but there was a little little lull in between that. So I said, fuck it, went to my car and grabbed the uh, 12-pack that I had. I had about seven beers in me when I went up there. No rehearsal, no practice. There's no excuse. I still think it's okay. But some of the high notes aren't. I didn't pull the mic away. It's just a regular mic for introducing pro wrestlers. So yeah. not like I had any mic jack or anything like that. And you know, But I finished strong if uh, – you know, sometimes I look at it and I go, oh, my God, that was terrible. And then I'll watch it again. I'll go, that's all right. That's pretty good. So I guess it's uh, I guess it's when you listen to it and, I don't know, how you evaluate. But he did yeah. not get one serious answer, and he was serious with the question. And well, he got – even, even Ian Riccoboni responded with Nikolai Volkov's picture saying, unfortunately, we just lost one, like, you know busting balls or whatever but with with, uh, with my endorsement there that you must go read now it, it, it'll happen good good but, but I, that, uh, I mean who 
I mean, you're, I, I wrote you're a national treasure and an American patriot. What could what could be better? Fucking hey, I, I was dressed like such a slob too, too which is funny. Well, maybe we should have played that shirt. angle and help out homeless TR. No, that was almost true. This guy needs the 30 bucks for singing the anthem. I got a uh, 12-hour shift waiting for, well, yeah, 12 hours if I want it tomorrow. I mean, I'll be driving, and then uh, if if it's not too busy, which I'm pretty, I pretty much got that part down now, and I get back, I'll be doing my warehouse shit because I always need help on Mondays, too. You know, I Do can I, get uh, a 12, time times? and a half after 8. You know, fourteen hour pay tomorrow. How many times should I phone you tomorrow so that you can ignore the call? Uh, just give it three or four. By then, uh, only three or four. You should uh, get the is there any that I don't specific times that would really piss you off that I need to call during? Like uh, you know, the only time uh, I don't get pissed off, I just don't really look, and it's you know that's just universal. No, but where it would and be like particularly annoying, not just a little bit annoying, but like a shit annoying pile daytime annoying. because I'm half I'm half out of it all the time. Nate gets me good in the day. Uh, I'll be I'll be fucking half half dead, fucking limping to the bathroom from the night before, and and then I'll hear a fucking thing and I'll stagger to get to the phone and it'll just be Nate fucking me like what's up, shit like that. <laughs> Well, I'm sorry for being your Important friend. Shit. <laughs> no, I don't mean that. I don't. I don't doubt your friendship. I know, I'm, I'm just, just fucking you know. with you. Listen, I, uh, now that I know it bugs you, now I know it bugs you. I'm going to do it even more. Yeah, I know. I, I mean, no, I'll just but, just block all calls from West Virginia. I mean, what are you going to miss? I know. I know. You two are going to get on one day. And be like, motherfucker. I, I know. One day. Soon you guys will both be on there in a bad mood, and you'll be like, you know that motherfucker when he didn't have a good job, he was answering the phone when he when he was expecting to get paid from the podcast. Bullshit. When you no, didn't have a good job, you still barely answered. <laughs> all all yeah, I, I ever said was that uh, I believed we should remove your name from the opening credits. I already proposed that today, and uh, that uh, you're probably you should become the fill-in host of the basketball show because I'm going to take over that slot here pretty quick. Well, you, you play you play, play pretty good for a guy that doesn't follow it that much. And the oh, well, thank you, but, but yeah, it's getting, at times it's very difficult for for me to pull some shit out of my ass there, as, as they say, but I'm luckily trying. You, I luckily, you've lot got the, luckily, you've got the host of hosts over here, so it's all good. I, I learned a lot from listening to you guys. I have to admit, I, I learned more than I thought. Because the names pop up and I go, hey, I've heard that name before. I've heard I've heard T.R. chastise that player before. He must play for the Sixers. Our PA listeners will be up because I'm, uh, I'm starting to slowly spread the word at work. And there's a lot of people at work. So uh, it won't be right now, but like, you know. You know my deal. When, I, when I'm fun. in, when I'm in, in, then I'll then I'll go to go to town with the market. You'll be uh, you'll be reading on the in the, on the news that it, uh, I won't say names, of course, but it will be a requirement of of uh, belonging to that place that uh, you have to have a wide men can't jump uh, sticker on your truck. 
Yeah, 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 absolutely. You know? and, uh, or and uh, and a button strategically placed so that when you one guy uh, when you're doing your job, people ask you, "Hey, what's that? Who's that good-looking guy on that button?" And there's your opening. Yeah, okay. and it's Nate. Um, one guy that I get along with, you know, I, I told him a little bit about the show. I didn't really go into the network and all that, but <clears throat> he's a obviously some sort of basketball fan because he said, you go to trivia, and I don't remember the third answer, I don't think, but he said, name me the three players that led the NCAA in scoring and rebounding the same season. I named one of them. He named one that made me fucking shock. Uh, And the third one escapes me unless you guys, like, figure it out and bring it up, and then I'll remember. So, let NCAA scoring. I'm going with Shaquille O'Neal. Scoring and rebounds in the same season. Oh, Okay. You know how Trey mm. Thomas had the scoring and assist deal and last year. And I say again, Shaq. Trey Young, whatever fuck his name is. It's not yeah. Shaq. Shaq was one of my really? guesses, too. Yeah, that if was I one had of my guesses. I would say Ralph Sampson. Negative. Okay. Uh, Patrick Ewing? Nope. Big, okay, help us a little bit. Big, big men or point guards? Well, obvious. Well, it's not obvious with the guys like Russell Westbrook, but big guys, obviously, uh, for you know, and they were they were like uh, one in. Oh, I remember the third one now. Uh, one in the nineties and one, and I think two. It's fuck. I don't know. Nineties. They're not. They're not old. David Robinson. I said him too. It's not him. It's like it, mm. I got one. I got one just out of my balls. I it just popped into my head because I remember like maybe I heard are it before. Are these players that I, are actually like that we'd know, or are they nobodies? Nate would know all three. You might not know hmm. two of them. Okay, all that's right. the thing with me. NCAA, NCAA is tough for me. I wouldn't think this, but I'm gonna throw out Christian Leitner. Nope. Okay, it could, think it could, it, by all in all seriousness, it it's not all three of them. Great a player. All three of them are not as high level as the guys you've been guessing and and, and that I guessed. Okay. 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 I'm getting that. Okay. Um, um, one is dead. Oh, Lynn Bias? No, no around a little Lynn bit Bias. after that, but not around that era, I guess. One's dead. Hmm. Huh. Which I, made I, it I'm weird. Gonna have, I'm going to have to say that I don't know. Oh, man, this is tough. Uh, so one's All right, dead. I'll give, you, I'll give you a hint on the dead one because, uh, Nate, you might not okay. even have been alive. I don't know how long ago this was. But Tim, Tim will remember it was a national story where a player from my hometown died, like on the court in college basketball. I don't remember that. It might have been before 1990. I, I can't even recall. I've been watching hoops for so long. I'm not sure what when it was, but but I, I it was a big fucking story. Let me, 
Let me search my mind. And that's why I don't know if, if it really counts, because if that was the year, I mean, this is like kind of cold, but, you know, he might have been leading at that point, but he passed away while he was playing. Hmm. Mm. Okay. I, uh, I, I Googled it because I don't know this guy, and I don't know this guy. Um, he was actually – he died – Six days before I was born. Oh, Christ. Okay, hold on. Don't, don't, don't name him yet. Go the other okay, direction. I won't. Until I give, give me a minute. I, I'll give Tim another hint. Two players from Philadelphia, well, one of them is the dead guy, and the other uh, kind of carried on. They both got scholarships to this West Coast school who was a Cinderella, made the NCAAs, and uh, – the second player, I think, got drafted in the NBA, but didn't last. Well, then, was, is it the two guys where they they played on a like a fucking nothing school? Yes. And 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 actually, the one that that didn't live, but actually made a little bit of him something was he was actually the the worst of the two. Was the other guy who really was the good one? Uh no. If they if, were both, if memory serves me. Well, the one that died led the nation in, in scoring and rebounds, apparently. Right, yeah, but the one who died were... was the better of the two players. Yes, yes, yes. But but the but other one, of course, he was. The second um, one stepped up. Uh, fuck. The one guy's name was, he has a, I, I don't want to be rude, but he has a typical, uh, Bo Kimball is the one who lived. Yes. Uh, and the guy who died was, Jesus, they made a movie about it. Um, he has a totally unassuming name for a first name. Um, the, the what the hell was that movie called? The Hank Gathers. The Hank Gathers is his name. That is correct. That's it. Okay, but I only got that because of the movie, not because I know who the guy is. Because <laughs> I don't. Yeah, it was quite shocking never, to me as a basketball fan. I've I've never heard that name. Yes, because they, they both, both got, played for um, a Loyola Marymount and yeah. went to the went to the tournament, and where everybody was like shocked because they were they, they were, were buddies. Days. They were buddies from they Philly. They were best friends, yeah. And then Bo Kimball famously shot a free throw left-handed in in honor of Hank. I guess Hank was left-handed or something. I don't remember yeah, exactly, but okay. So that's one of the three. So neither of you probably would have got that. No, uh, well, I wouldn't have got that. that. The one I got out of my ass, uh, I don't know what hint to give. Um, and, there, and the third one, I, I I was like, are you fucking kidding me? This guy scored? I don't remember him being a scorer <laughs> anywhere. Well, there's but anyway. some, strange, some strange guys have put up a lot of points. Playing for like not really very good NCAA teams, but still scored like crazy because there was nobody else on the team. Kind of deal. I could I could give the college that I think the guy that I guessed went to. Um, I, th- I think he me, played at Cincinnati. Let me throw another name out there: Glenn Robinson, Kenyon Martin. Negative. 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 Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, 
course, that's a fairly big name, so I shouldn't have thrown that. So, obviously, I'm trying to think of guys who would have won the scoring. Uh, but there's obviously not Stephen Curry or Stephen John Curry. John Bradley. <laughs> Negative. Uh, nah, Adam Morrison. Negative. Okay, because he's another one that... He, his, last, his last name... Scoring titles. His last name is the same as... A mid-Atlantic wrestling legend. Oh, gee, that narrows it down. (laughs) Well, it's about 15 guys you could just think of their names and then be like, hmm. It's not Flair. It's not Valentine. And these are before or after Hank Gathers? I think they're after I think they're newer than him. Okay, I would. I, I, I'm going to have to admit ignorance and go. I don't know. So uh, enlighten me. If, enlighten me if I would know are, any of these people. Your hint, your hints suck, dude. I love you, but <laughs> name five Mid Atlantic legends right now. From Crockett, Jake, with, with, Jake yes, Mid Atlantic. I'm talking. Like, you know, mid-Atlantic before uh, it became on Superstation and shit. Okay. Uh, and I already said, said it's what? not Flair or Valentine. I'm thinking off the top of my head here. Uh, Mid-Atlantic. See, Mid-Atlantic was confusing to me because I always thought it was all Crockett. I always thought it was all... Crockett, Crockett always Crockett. owned it, yeah. But, but, but okay, okay then, so I'm uh, right. Then he got with Turner... And then he became okay. national. Um, okay, so back in the eighties, wouldn't be Rhodes, would it? Nope. Okay, okay, I wasn't so thinking the basketball deep. player. You'd have to fit to that. Um, uh, not. Well, I don't know. If Funk was there. Well, not Funk. Wouldn't be nope. Steamboat. Nope. Uh, <laughs> Well, I mean, he told me the name Legend. <laughs> that's funny, though. I don't know why, but that just sounds funny. Was Jake uh, Roberts in Mid-Atlantic? Me, not, yeah, he was, but he he wasn't a Mid-Atlantic legend, so I'll still give you two more guesses. We're talking a main eventer of that territory at that time. A legend is what the key of that territory. A legend. Who was on top there? I don't fucking know. Blair? This is indeed... <laughs> Yeah. I think we're making this harder than it needs to be, but Apparently we are. Uh, but I'm I'm yeah, I'm now my brain is It was it, it was fucking eight years before Nate was even born, but I thought Tim uh, you would name a fucking mid Atlantic top guy. Jimmy Valiant or Valiant maybe? Nope. Who's the wrestler? Damn it. Just tell me the wrestler. Wahoo McDaniel. Oh, who the fu- oh, fucking Wahoo? God damn. Well, who's a basketball player know. with the same last name? KJ McDaniel? Xavier. Xavier. Xavier McDaniel. Xavier McDaniel. I don't know Xavier. that name either. I've never heard that name. Oh, he was a, he was a big star back in the 80s. 80s. Yeah, the I, X-Man. Fuck, even I know. I know him. 
I've never, I've I never seriously never heard that, that name. But, yeah, I remember. Ooh. I don't, I didn't follow, I don't follow college ball that close. Well, he had a pretty big NBA career. All right, a third I, guy. If and I can't confirm this. This is just a guy at work who gave me this trivia and then told me to believe it. But okay, well, we're the gonna third have to guy. The third guy, I'll give you. His first name is the same as the WWE Raw General Manager. Kurt Rambus. You got one half. It's not Rambus, it's Kurt. Somebody else. Kurt, so... Well, Xavier Xavier McDaniel did lead the Division One scoring in 1985, but I don't know about rebounds, although he hit a shit pile of rebounds, so that could be true. Um, Kurt, good Lord. Oh, this one, God. this one puzzled me. Okay, I, I, I don't remember go back him to being that a time. scorer. I got to go back to that time. And try to think of guys named Kurt that played basketball, but I'm and has not. the and all right. I already gave you a Kurt, and this guy's last name is the same as the hottest chick on television in the eighties. Oh well, that would be Heather Thomas. So the guy's name must be Kurt Thomas. Ah, there you Kurt go. Thomas. I know Kurt Thomas. Do you remember him being a scorer, though? I don't remember him being a scorer. I do not remember that man scoring the ball. (laughs) Yeah, but the NBA, he was like a rebounder. Yeah, but yeah, he and he was that one. I can confirm. That's even on the on his page. 1995 scoring leader and rebounding leader. Jeez. I will. uh, I will try to confirm the Xavier McDaniel thing, though. Because I don't think that one's right. That's weird. Kurt Thomas played till he was like 42 in the NBA. He had a long Jesus NBA Christ. career. Xavier McDaniel didn't only do it once. He did it twice. He was the rebounding leader twice for Wichita State. Uh, I gave the wrong school. Something said Cincinnati to me. But what do I know? I can't even sing the national anthem. Number even retired by Wichita State. I wonder if Lance yeah, Levine will take a knee. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord! You should send him a message and go for once. For once, Lance, we want to we want to take advantage of your goddamn obsession with retweeting. Retweet this. Yeah. No, I don't want him involved. Ugh. Um, yeah, so the that gentleman? was my trivia that a guy from work told me. So, who well, gentlemen, we are almost 30 minutes past the hour. I love it. I love when we go over. Because I know it makes you <laughs> mad. And you hate it. don't it. make me mad. It goes against your sense of, of goodness and West Virginia um, ocd Don't make me mad. I just have to get up and go to school in the morning. So 
I get to I get to go back to my regular livelihood tomorrow because my old lady goes back to work. Yeah. And I know Tr has to work tomorrow, but uh, poor Thomas. We, yeah. we will definitely definitely have to converse uh, about possibly getting things together, and we will be back. Uh, All right. What probably, is the while we're talking about it, what is the for the fans? What is the the Wednesday show will be going at its normal time? It will go yes. If we're not live, it will go up at its normal time. So it'll either be All right. we we will have a show on Wednesday, even if it is pre recorded, but there will be a show up Wednesday. Alright. No that's, panic. That's what I was that's what I was getting at. Fair enough. I'm good then. Yes, we will have the show up, so nobody panic, but uh I'm going to go and cuddle with Stephen P. New now. Do that. TR, we're glad we could finally get you back on, man. I feel like it's been too long. We miss you. Didn't know uh, who I you know were. You're, you're taking care of business, uh, man. I know. you got to do what you got to do. Tell Nate, uh, I was going to tell Nate, don't take that. Some guest is calling, but don't take that call. Then I realized that was you. Uh, well... I I was a little scared for a couple of hours. I had no phone and had no idea because I stopped at about three different places, four different places. Uh, the okay, vehicle so you, new to did me. Did you clarify for for us? You went to the pizza place and left your phone there, correct? Yes, sir. When you went back to the pizza place, did you get more food? Uh, no comment. <laughs> I knew it. I called that, but anyways, all right. Anyway, wrap her up. Uh, all right, you can check you us out done? on iTunes. You can check us out on iTunes, Podcast Static, Stitcher, Google Play, FM Flash, iHeartRadio, all those places. If you made it all the way to the end of the uh, to the end of this without vomiting, God bless you. You're a great person, or you're you a sadomasochist. You are a trooper of after epic ten, proportion. After tens, Mary fuck kill. Oh. Anything else you guys yeah, want to add before we take it home? Ugh. Yeah, tell Cody Rhodes that I'm the man for the fucking national anthem. Yeah, let's see if we can make that happen. Yeah. Or at least, yeah, we will do at least have him acknowledge it. Get Bobby get Blaze on the case. There you go. We will. Oh, somebody needs to, you need to retweet that, Nate, to Bobby that he needs to listen to. the. Uh, I don't know what about what time that would have made the show, but he needs to listen to that for... If he needs to have a good laugh. Did he get fucked or married or killed? Oh, he 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 most certainly did. <laughs> nice. All right. Anything okay. else before we get out here? No, I'm good. Nah, we got. I don't know if you guys talked or anything because I didn't, I didn't even look what's on my phone or nothing. I just you know tried to get on and charge You're it up. Good. But uh, NCAA You're football, good. hopefully. Okay. Yeah, um, I made the group thing that you needed, so go for it there. Uh, TR, since you're here and you were kind of here a little late, instead of you sending us home, Tim, get our little buddy to send us home. Oh, thanks for calling me back, Nate. Peace. Thanks for listening to this show on the Wide Men Radio Network, blogtalkradio.com slash wide men can't jump. You can download this and any other episode from our network at iTunes, Podcast Addict, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Pod Paradise, Google Play, Player FM, and anywhere you find your favorite podcast. 
This show has been brought to you by the law offices of Stephen P. New at newlawoffice.com, facebook.com slash makeupkennedy, and wowfreecam.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at widejump. You can follow us on Instagram at widemencantjump and on Facebook at facebook.com slash widemencantjump. Please leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Also, rate the show and tell us how we did. If you love us, please give us a five-star rating. Again, thanks for listening to this episode on the Wide Men Radio Network. Tune in, same time, same place, for the Wide Men Radio Network at blogtalkradio.com slash widemencantjump.